Talk Live. You can take control of the airwaves via the toll-free number at 1-800-259-9231. That's the SACL CAI toll-free line, 800-259-9231. It is Ian here with you. And Nick. And Mark. And you can join us on our website at freetalklive.com. All the features on the site are free, so enjoy those on us. Again, freetalklive.com. We start out with a story that is looking all too similar these days. And it fits right into a disturbing, disturbingly familiar theme. Pastor, Mar- uh, Pastor Martin Niemöller said a long time ago, around World War II days, that first they came for the communists, then they came for the trade unionists, and I wasn't a communist or a trade unionist, so I didn't stand up to defend their freedom. And eventually they came for me, and by that point there was no one left. Well, first they came for the FLDS, the Fundamentalist Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints in Texas stole 400 kids from them. Now, imagine this is, uh, if, you know, when you're thinking about uh, the rise of Nazi Germany, that's how it was when people thought about the trade unionists. They were a group. Oh, they're weird. Right, different. They're, they're different. They're weird. They're not me. They're not like me. They mm-hmm. are not like me. That's what they thought about the Jehovah's Witnesses. That's what they thought about the Jews. Okay, when you're thinking about the FLDS, yes, I've got some problems with the way they live their lives. But I have problems with the way the majority of Americans live their (laughs) lives, okay? The vast majority, because they support government. They simply don't question their paradigm, and they support all kinds of coercion. Um... So, you know, this is that's what you're thinking about them is what the people of Germany in 1938 were thinking about the trade unionists and thinking about the Jehovah's Witnesses and thinking about the Jews. I know it's hard for people to put themselves in that position to try to imagine themselves in that way. But if you aren't standing up for the freedoms of other people as they lose them in this country, as you're aware of them losing their freedoms in this country, if you just stand idly by, then... Just wait, because eventually they're going to come around to you. You th- you may think it's not going to happen, but now, give them time. The I don't sec- think here in America, I don't think, I could be wrong, I don't think here in America that it's going to be ovens for everyone. No, I don't they think it's might going to be not gas disappear you necessarily. I think what we have here in America is something a bit more insidious, which is, it's it's like socialism. You work as a pawn for the rich people. It's better for them to... Let you have your house and tax you on it. Let you have your car and tax yeah. you on it. Let you have your job that you enjoy and tax you it's on better it. better to have the slaves Let you have producing. everything that you, you know, a lot of things that you want or the ability to get the things you want and then just tax you at rates, you know, that, that I've seen. People have, have told me that 60% makes sense, even if it's 40%. Well, it's not good when the slaves revolt or, you know, rise up. You don't want that to happen. I mean, if you want to own slaves and have them produce for you... You want to make it so they don't realize they're slaves. You don't want to put the slaves in the ovens. Then you're out of slaves. So that's where Hitler went wrong. See, he wanted to exterminate them instead of enslave them. Not that I'm saying he sh- I'm not saying he was right or what he did was good. It's the mistake he made in his plan. It's the difference between what he did and what they, the government we have today, are doing to us. They are all under the guise of Americans. all under the guise of democracy. Now, uh, I, I heard on uh, NPR uh, last week that Putin and the, uh, the 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 Russians they say that we do everything under the guise of democracy, and I swear that it's true. 
I swear it's true that we do do it under the guise of democracy. I'm not saying that we don't democratically elect our officials. Maybe, maybe it's true that there sure. was a Diebold scam and there were, you know, some elections uh, stolen. Maybe it's not. I don't know. But I don't think it matters. I don't not think really. that 51% of the people that go to the polls can elect someone justifiably and legitimately that can take away my liberties and freedoms, which it has happened progressively and more and more so every single day here in America. Every and year, we, more liberties disappear. And you'd mentioned uh, socialism a moment ago, Mark, but this is a, more of a fascist story, because that's what we have in this country. It's uh, socialist fascism, some weird combo of the two, some uh, newer, uh, something that's never been seen before. Well, they take the, they take the parts that work from yeah. them and use them. Right. Okay, so uh, first they came for the FLDS, right, in mm -hmm. Texas, stole some children from them. Then they came for Strong City and stole some children from them, a That's uh, another smaller uh, compound or whatever in the, uh, I guess, some somewhere in New Mexico. And we talked about them last week. Now this week, the story doesn't involve children, but it does involve something absolutely absurd and something that should really get your attention if you, ha if you are not yet paying attention. Now I'd say the vast majority of Americans are not. Now they've gone after the Amish. What? They they've can't gone, go after the Amish. They have gone after the Amish. It's not the raw milk story, is it? It is raw milk. NewYorkDailyNews.com. It's the milk spill that crossed state lines. Brooklyn raw milk enthusiasts are crawl, uh, crying over the loss of their supplier, a horse and buggy driving Amish farmer from Pennsylvania. Mark Nolt of New Line, Pennsylvania, was arrested and shut down last Friday for selling the contraband. If you don't think you're dealing with a criminal gang, especially at the federal level, hopefully this story will open your eyes. Mr. Nolt said, oh God, my heart is pounding. I can't believe what a God, and then they blank out four letters, presumably it's damn, police state this is, said one Brooklyn customer who made monthly pickups of raw dairy products from Nolt that the farmer had dropped off in Manhattan by workers. I gave him $100 last week for a huge delivery of stuff, including raw cream that I planned on using to make cream puffs, she said. So I guess she's out her 100 bucks. Sounds sort of like how Liberty Dollar uh, Associates and Liberty Dollar Distributors are out their gold, their silver, and their, the money they paid for their deliveries after they were raided last week. So we've seen within the last, last week, not, not last week, excuse me, a few months back. Last year. Uh, yeah, in November it was. I think so, yeah. So we've seen so, uh, two major raids here within the last... Uh, within the last six months on freedom, where you know it's 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 clear an Amish farmer it's uh, it's obvious it's obvious it's um you know it's he who has the power rules, and when you think about it, who has the power? Well, the government does. Who can get it? In this democratic form of government, we should all have equal amounts of, of power, but we don't because there are lobbyists, mm -hmm. because the people, the, the, the organizations with the big money, they are swing the ones. Yeah, yeah, they're able to swing their influence, and they're the ones who are able to make the rules. You may think that democracy is based on what you are hoping for, and it's not. 
You're being fooled. You're being uh, you're being confused with crap like, oh, Barack Obama could be the first black president. <gasps> and, you know, I mean, you know, they they, they dangle these this nonsense out in yeah. front of you, um, these these things for you to think about while they go about their business as usual. Mm-hmm. And their business as usual is milk is the number one consumed beverage in America. Forget Coca-Cola. Forget really? beer. Wow. That's, yeah, it is. That, that's that's what I've read somewhere. If somebody I don't can, know about that. If, I'm going to check. I think soda's number one. You mean individuals, like Coca-Cola specifically versus soda as a category? Here, here you are. You're catching me flat-footed. It's not like I've researched this thoroughly. It's your story, as you'll recall. <laughs> um, but I have it's been big. told... Milk is big. That milk is big. I have been told that milk is the number one consumed beverage in America. Okay. Maybe what they're talking about is, you know, dairy products in the sense of... Now, when you start including ice cream and cheese and things like that, it's not difficult to imagine that uh, milk is... The biggest. But anyway, regardless, milk is huge. And there are milk lobbyists out there. Absolutely dairy lobbyists. They're you, pretty successful, actually, those milk yeah, lobbyists. they absolutely are. And they do not want people out there drinking raw milk. They don't want the competition. It's not much. I get raw milk every single week. Really? Yeah, I do. Illegally? No, I don't think it's illegal here in New okay. Hampshire. Um, so it's not crossing from Vermont or anything like that? No. Nah. I try to avoid the Vernazis as much as I can. Gotcha. The, the Vernazis. Um, <laughs> but um, I, I get it every week. And, it, you know, it, it, folks, it's not that much different. If you're getting it from someplace locally, it's a farm right around, right here in Keene. I'm not going very far to get it. It's you, this pasteurization uh, scare tech that they use. It just doesn't hold water. 1-800-259-9231 is the SACL CAI toll-free line. We'll talk more about the raid on Mark Nolt, a buggy-driving Amish farmer from Pennsylvania. Did you think your SWAT team was going to be doing this kind of crap when they formed them (laughs) a few years back? Back in the early 80s or whenever they started up? 800-259-9231. You can comment, bring up anything. This is Free Talk Live. This is Free Talk Live. It is your show, and you can bring up anything via the toll-free number at 1-800-259-9231, the sickle CAI toll-free line. It's Ian here with you. And Nick. And Mark. And you can join us on our website at freetalklive.com. All the features on the site are free, so enjoy those on us. Again, that's freetalklive.com. 800-259-9231. By the way, those features include the archives and entire year's worth of the show, front page of the website for your downloaded convenience, Again, that is freetalklive.com. So we're coming up here to continue our conversation. The Amish, the FLDS, what religion won't they go after next? Well, it's not really, I mean, you're, you're lumping the Amish together. This was a raw milk farmer. I mean, you know, he's a dairy farmer. Who's Amish and who is pretty much separated from the majority of society as far as... They're not too really interested in a lot of the same rules that most Americans are interested in following. I've always had an appreciation for the Amish because they seem to be one of those religions that they're really devoted, but at the same time they keep to themselves. And there are a lot of religions out there like that. It's just they're one of the ones I'm familiar with because we grew up in an area where there was a large Amish community. And so I you know, kind of was somewhat close to the Amish as as I grew up. And always had a lot of respect for them. And it's just so sad to see them targeted for this, for raw milk, for vending a product that some regulator, some government bureaucrat in the federal government has decided cannot be vended. 
has decided, whoa, whoa, you can't squeeze milk out of that cow and cross the border. That's a federal crime there, sir. Is that what this was about, border crossing? This is a federal case. Okay. Uh, So we're going to continue the details here in a moment, but first, you need to know about Tad Galahad. He's a freedom engineer. He's the enemy of the state and the agent of the sovereign individual. The Anarcho-Capitalist Adventure Series continues at freedom-engineering.com. That's freedom-engineering.com. As we continue the story from the New York Daily News, where one customer in Brooklyn says, My heart is pounding! And then comments on how much of a police state this is. She says, I gave him $100 last week for a huge delivery of stuff, and now she's out her 100 bucks, and he's out of his stuff, because they took it all. The Brooklyn outcry came after six Pennsylvania state troopers raided uh, the farm of Mark Nolt in New Line, Pennsylvania. He actually drives a horse and buggy. He does not have a real automobile to get himself around. He's the real deal. Anyway, uh, it says here they swooped in on Friday morning like a bunch of Vikings, said Nolt. They handcuffed me and... <laughs> Yeah, that's. Yeah, this is not funny. What happened? I will tell you that they stole thirty thousand dollars worth of his milk, cheese, and butter. Thirty grand. Thirty thousand dollars. I guess they had a lot of cheese, huh? I mean, he was. I, I, guess I would so. have, How can you get thirty thousand dollars worth of milk? It's a lot I of milk. No idea. But this guy, uh, you know, he had his own little business, and they don't like that. They don't like you going out there doing business without them getting their cut, because they're a gang. As I suggested earlier, and if you still haven't figured that out, what's it going to take to get you to realize that? Nolt is a devout Mennonite who sells raw dairy products at his farm and has them transported by truck to customers in Delaware and across New York City, where raw goods are illegal. It's a violation of federal law to transport raw milk across state lines with the intent to sell it for consumption. So apparently you can sell it and have the person dump it out on the ground, but you can't actually sell it and have them drink it. Nolt was arrested for not having a permit. Consumption, I suppose, could mean those cream puffs, too. Uh, yeah, if it's made out of raw, raw milk, whatever. Nolt was arrested for not having a permit to sell the goods in Pennsylvania, where they are allowed, but you have to beg, for permission to sell them. He said he was working on the farm with his wife and ten children when the agents cuffed him on charges of selling the contraband to an undercover officer. How many Amish people have gone down shooting, or Mennonites, have gone down shooting. None. They don't believe in violence. But they sent six troopers along to do this particular raid. The government doesn't have the right to dictate what I eat and never will, said an unrepentant Nolt. Kind of the way they wrote that. Almost sounds like they're jabbing him for being unrepentant. How dare he? How dare he be so unrepentant? Well, I think this guy's a, a great man. For continuing to stand strong and say that he's going to drink and eat what he wants to, and he's going to sell what he wants to. Around the city, more and more parents are signing up to find out where drop-off points are to pick up raw milk that they've bought online. To get around the law, no money actually changes hands. Milk pickup spots are posted in Williamsburg, Queens, and neighborhoods in Manhattan where a milk truck waits. The seizure on Nolt's farm has slowed Brooklyn's raw milk flow to a trickle, which is great news as far as the FDA is concerned. An FDA report on illnesses caused by raw milk over the past five years says there have been 18 outbreaks of bacterial illness involving raw milk or raw milk cheeses in 15 states. So they're just trying to keep us safe here, guys. And and this is the kind of thing they're going to say. It's dangerous, people. We're protecting you. You can't make the decision. I think people know... 
that pasteurization takes bacteria, you know, kills the bacteria in milk. Mm-hmm. It also kills enzymes and that kind of thing, or at least, I don't know. That, that, that's, what, that's what they say. Mm-hmm. I like the idea of drinking raw milk. Makes me feel good. I should be free to do that. It's a free country. No, no, it's not. If it was a free country, if it was a free country, Mr. Nolt would be out vending his milk. But instead, they've confiscated all of his product and shut his business down. So I'm sorry. I wish it was a free country. Ideally, it would be a free country. Perhaps someday it will be a free country. But it's not right now. Nick, you've silently absorbed all of this. Comments on the Amish situation. Well, it's pretty typical of what has happened to the United States over the last several decades. We have seen an encroaching police state, and I think it happens so slowly that people don't really realize that it's a police state. When they see it happen in other countries, we're much more prone to right, say that's an Because you, right. you don't experience it every day. Right, and I think people just don't realize that to have a police state, you don't need people being beaten in the streets by mm-hmm. roving death squads. It, a police state can very simply what we have today, where virtually everything we do is regulated. Even in the past, under the Tsar of Russia, peasants drank raw milk, and they didn't ask permission to build a house or a church. They just built it. There was no zoning. But in now many, the, com- the companies that heat milk up have control in the government. Absolutely. But in many ways, people in non-democratic countries in days past had less interference from government in their day-to-day life. That You, know, you might have a king come and take attacks from you when he needed to go to war but largely but he wasn't reading your email no he (laughs) wasn't reading your email or telling you what you could eat or what you could drink god help you if you if the the king for some reason turned his eye on you and he was upset with you i mean your head's just going to get chopped off but largely they were concerned with their own little lives and they didn't have time for the peasants you know what yeah you know this isn't just a fluke, either. I mean, I, I was watching at Reason.TV, Drew Carey's doing a series yeah. about different government abuses, and they were showing how in Los Angeles, it's illegal to sell uh, hot dogs with uh, bacon wrapped around them. I guess really? that's like a local specialty, and it makes them taste a lot better. But they Someone might have a heart attack. Yeah, they'll, they can give the vendors who do that up to six, six months in jail. Wow. I mean, so that, you can sell a hot dog, but not wrap bacon around it. Right, because the bacon is too dangerous, and you could get sick from it. Wow, that's pretty absurd. Can it I, is. Can I go into a nearby restaurant and order a hamburger with bacon on it? Is that okay? Is it just the hot dog combo that's I believe. Limits? I believe so, yeah. If you can go to a restaurant and get bacon, but not yeah. from a street vendor. 1-800-259-9231 is the SACL CAI toll-free line. So, what is it going to take? I mean, if this story doesn't do it, what is it going to take for to, uh, to convince you that we live in a police state? Seriously, answer that question if you get a chance. Dial in 800-259-9231. This is your show. You bring up anything. It's Free Talk Live. It's time to pick a candidate, a serious candidate for president, and start moving forward. That candidate is George Phillies. This is George Phillies, Libertarian for President. I approved of this message. Paid for by Phillies 2008. Free Talk Live, you can take control of the airwaves via the toll-free number at 800-259-9231. It's the SACL CAI toll-free line, 800-259-9231. It's Ian here with you. And Nick. And Mark. And you can join us on our website at freetalklive.com. All the features on the site are free, so enjoy those on us again. That is freetalklive.com. And by the way, those features include the wiki with over 1,500 pages created by listeners like you. It's like the listener editable version of our website. Go to wiki.freetalklive.com and get interactive. 
is another fad diet really the answer to losing those extra pounds? Working out and eating right no longer helping you to lose weight. If you can relate to that, then go read the story of a doctor who lost 37 pounds in one month and has kept it off. See the actual before and after pictures and read his story at notfatanymore.com. You can get off that fad diet roller coaster forever. Check out notfatanymore.com. 1-800-259-9231. We go to your phone calls. Janine in Colorado. You're on Free Talk Live. Hello. Hi, dudes. How are you guys doing? Hey, What's great. Happening? What's on your mind? Well, you know, I, I, I'm really frustrated over this deal with this guy and, and his little free enterprise milk business. Yes, the Amish um, man, I, Mark Nolt of New Line, Pennsylvania, drives a, uh, a horse and buggy, and he was raided by the state government people. Actually, the feds were calling the shots, but they stole $30,000 worth of his milk, cheese, and butter. Well, I'm going to be real honest with you. I, I am so fed up. You know, it started with Waco. You know, mm. they wanted to. They went out and murdered all those people and lied about it. American people totally backed them up. It was all based on lies, and it just just kept going from there. Yep. And you know, I'm not being crude when I say this, gentlemen, but there are three days out of the month that I could take an entire <laughs> army down single-handedly. <laughs> At and least you, you feel know like what? you could. No, I'm real serious. I'm, I, Ask my husband; he can tell you. I'm going to be honest. IEDs. Yep, we need to armor. Uh, uh, <laughs> I'm going to be honest with you. I want to see some men in this country. I, I haven't seen any in so long. You know. Well, what do you I mean hear, by that? I mean, when you say you want to see some men, well, what, I think it's mean? you know, I think it's about time for some some men like George Washington and people like that to rise out of the dirt and come out of their garages and away from their recliners and away from their remotes and put down their stupid beer can and get off their fat butt and, and get together and do something. And if that means something that could result in, in mass casualties, well, you know what? I think it's about time to do it. Well, you know, it, well, I, I think I about this. There yet. Now, I was talking to my wife about this raw milk story today, and I okay. was getting, I'm, I'm outraged about it. I was oh. getting a little loud. How could you not be upset about this? I, and, you know, she, she gets the raw milk, I get the, you know, she, she, actually, it's her, it's her mostly that's getting the raw milk. I okay. drink it because it's in the refrigerator. So it should strike home for her. It should. But um, I guess I was getting too loud for her. Mm-hmm. I was making a little too many gesticulations. And she's like, uh, you know, calm down, calm down. Like she was acting me like uh, acting like I was out of my mind, <laughs> which, you know, I understand why she does. But, you know, she doesn't the reason that for one, the, one of the reasons I don't stand up more higher and do more things is because I've got people that count on me. I've got my wife. I've got my kid, and it's it's the reason that a lot of guys don't stand up. And you don't deal raw milk, so they're going to come shut you down anytime soon. I buy. I know. I know what's happening. I'm just making noise. That's all. Yeah. A lot of noise, but noise nonetheless. Janine, I feel I, I understand where you're coming from, and I felt similar urgings before in the past, but I feel like there are some interim steps that can be taken. I don't think it's quite to the time of, of violence yet, and I, and I hope we never get there. But I think that rising up is a good thing. I think getting out of the recliner and putting down the beer can, I think those are all good things. I think that paying yeah. attention is a good thing, and I think maybe moving to New Hampshire and joining the Free State Project, if you really are serious about rising up against this police state, I think that's probably the best thing that can be done at this point, is like-minded people, people that love liberty and freedom and haven't forgotten what that's all about, uh, get together in the same place and then see what happens. See how things change at that point. 
Well, I think that, you know, if everybody was in one place, I, I started looking at the New Hampshire website a couple of years ago, and, uh, you know, I told my husband, I said, boy, it sure would be convenient if they could get 20,000 like-minded people in one place. They could wipe them out in one day, and then, then they would be rid of people that had a free mind and people that had a little backbone. They could wipe them all out in one fell swoop, and, you know, that. And so it's got its pluses and minuses as far as people get together. I hear what you're saying, but Janine, but there's, you know, if 20,000 people spread throughout the state, there isn't a compound in Waco. There isn't a compound in El Dorado. Um, it, it's not a compound in Strong City where they can go and these people are separated from the real world. My house is next to someone else's house who has lived in, lived there since 1963. Um, you know, these, these are, we are citizens of New Hampshire. Yeah, and so I understand that. So I, mean, I live you... in Collar. I live in a town that is a huge military-industrial complex, and I know that because of three huge military installations here, which I totally despise, but you know I'm kind of stuck here for the moment. But nonetheless, they could have this entire town disarmed in 30 minutes, and there is a lot of people live here. And you uh, think they would give up their guns? They chose to do so. Oh no! Well. <laughs> They I did in Louisiana, say, and they did in Kansas. They would, they would say that they won't, but you can bet right now that the percentage of us that really mean what we say is a very small percentage. Yeah, because, sure. You know, get everybody beat down here just like they have everywhere else. Right. The thing that's got me aggravated is we've got this huge military, and we've got these these. I can't even call them people that go over and shoot Iraqi children, but yet they can't stand up to this ridiculously corrupt government here and get something done. It's 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 difficult for people to think about it. They don't think about it. Um, they're told, you know, mom, apple pie, and you know that's all that the government's about. Good stuff. And Good when old the, Uncle Sam. When the, when when the, when America's going abroad, it's doing it for freedom, liberty, and democracy. And uh, you know, those are the kind of things that they're told to think, and those are the that's kind of nonsense. things that they do. They they think about their families. They think about their work. They think about all these things that don't have to do with liberty, um, like you know, you and I are interested in. I understand that when you look at what's happening and you say to yourself, well, I don't want to stick my head up because I've got a family. I've got people that count on me. I just need to lay low and try to live my life and, and just get through this. That's I understand where you're coming from there. But as the police state continues to encroach, as taxes continue to go up, as more and more products and services become prohibited products and services, it becomes more likely that you will get caught up in it. It becomes more likely that you will be the next target. And then what are you going to do about your family? Then they are after you at that point, And there's no amount of laying low that's going to help you at that point. What if they start deciding to go after the raw milk customers? And your wife well, decides she wants to have one more glass of raw milk, but she just gets caught up on the wrong end of a sting operation. I think that you don't think they would do a sting operation for raw milk? They just raided this guy for thirty thousand dollars worth of milk I think and cheese. My, I think my wife wouldn't go wouldn't go get raw milk if she knew it was illegal. Yeah, but how many people know these things are illegal? I, we read so, a story so last. Rare. We read a story two weeks ago about North Dakota passing a law against salvia, which is a, a sage. It's a, a member of the mint family, and he had no idea it was outlawed. He just ordered an ounce of it on eBay, and then before he knew it, the cops they went. They'd come to his house looking for his son. They spotted the, the salvia, and he's now looking at several years in prison. 
as a result of that. It's crazy. He had no idea. We've got cops that admit they don't even know what all the laws are. It's physically impossible. All cops admit that. Uh, they should, or they're crazy. So I hope Laura is staying real close tuned to the uh, the raw milk developments in the news about raw milk. There's a, I'm sure there's a news service that covers all of the goings-on on the, in the legislatures, right? I'm I, I doubt no, she's paying I, attention. I doubt there is such a, a news service well, for raw I milk. I think that there is a website out there. Surely there's a raw milk news website out there. I mean, that's the really great thing about yeah. the Internet is now we do have things like that. Well, not everyone has access to the Internet, and not everyone's paying attention. They need to pay attention. Janine, it was access. a good call. Thank you for making it tonight. Certainly appreciate it, and I can certainly appreciate your sentiments. It's one of the reasons why I decided to move to New Hampshire as part of the Free State Project, because I knew there was no hope for liberty in the place I was at, because I was surrounded by those complacent individuals she's talking about. You remember, I remember when uh, Chicago outlawed foie gras. It was about a year and a half back, mm-hmm. I think, at this point. It was right before I left, so it was probably almost two years ago. And I remember meeting up with my uh, family for one last dinner out before we left Florida for New Hampshire. And my aunt and uncle, who live in the Skokie area, somewhat close to Chicago, they were there, and the topic came up. And I just wanted to share what they said here, because it's a perfect look into the mindset of most Americans, I think. More, More coming up. This is Free Talk Live. This is Free Talk Live. You can bring up anything via the toll-free number. SACL CAI toll-free line is 800-259-9231. That's... 1-800-259-9231. 1-800-259-9231. It's Ian here with you. And Nick. And Mark. And you can join us online at freetalklive.com. All the features on the site are free, so enjoy those on us. Uh, that again, freetalklive.com. If you like the show want to help support Free Talk Live, then shop with us at store.freetalklive.com. When you enter the Free Talk Live store, you'll see all kinds of great Free Talk Live branded merchandise, stuff you can't get anywhere else. Uh, we've got hoodies. We've got T-shirts. We've got hats. A nice variety of hats, I might add. For all seasons, I would say, uh, get on over there and get some shopping done at store.freetalklive.com. As we continue with your phone calls, it's Beth in Indianapolis. You're on Free Talk Live. Hello. Hello. Um, I'd first like to say I've been listening to the show for about three years, and I absolutely love it. Great. Um, I'd also like to say there was a time when I remember... Bush leaving office was a happy and joyous occasion in my mind. Mm-hmm. I had the ha- countdown and everything like that. But now I feel very, very scared for what this place is in for. Now he's going to replace George Bush with the new decider, whoever that's going to be, one of the three. Beth, uh, time enough for a quick comment. There's a problem with your phone line, so go ahead and just get it out the door if you could, please. Um, uh, that's pretty much all I was wanting to say. Okay, I understand so, your what, uh, trepidation. What are, you, what, are you, what are you concerned with what might happen when Bush leaves? I don't know. Uh, Obama is pr- is pretty scary in my mind because he's really vague with all of his speeches, and mm. I really don't know what he stands for. Well, Beth, thank you I, for yeah, the I'll call you. tonight. He's thank a Marxist. You. I mean, yep. <laughs> it's it's easy with Obama. Okay. All you have to do is, is start looking. He's the one of the most liberal members of the Senate. He's the most liberal member of the Senate, as I recall. Um, and he's the fact is every every solution he's had up till now has been bigger government and more taxes. As a matter of fact, when uh, McCain and uh, uh, Hillary, whom, whom I don't believe either of them, have talked about suspending the federal gas tax, Obama won't do it. Why? Because he thinks the government can solve these problems. Mm. So there you go. Yeah. So she's, you know, I understand her trepidation. I mean, you're just trading one politician for another. She thought it was going to be a big, magnanimous occasion when George Bush left office, but 
Who's he going to be replaced by? Someone who's just as bad as he is. Probably They're worse. All the same. It yeah, seems maybe to get worse. a little bit worse right, every, every administration. Every four years, right. So I'm sure whoever the new president is, is is going to continue the prosecution of the Amish people for dealing in raw milk, as we were talking about earlier this hour, where Mark Nolte of New Line, Pennsylvania, was arrested and his business shut down. They stole over $30,000 of his milk, his cheese, and his butter. Six months ago, they stole millions of dollars of gold and silver from the Liberty Dollar. I'm sure there have been other incidents in the last six months of the federal government robbing and stealing from people that we just didn't hear about on this program. But what is it going to take to bring you to the understanding that there's a problem here. I said a moment ago that I had dinner with my family right before I left Florida to, to move up here to New Hampshire. And my aunt and uncle were in attendance from the Skokie, Illinois region, which is somewhat near Chicago, as I understand it. And uh, the issue of the foie gras ban came up. And I, I was to the point where I understood I was not to bring things up as far as politics and stuff like that at the family dinners because it causes problems with right. my mother. And so I don't remember how it started, but I'm pretty sure it wasn't me. So I just asked the question since it came up. You know, I, I, I let them know what was going on. They had, by the way, hadn't heard about it, and they were from the area. And I said, well, how do you, how do you feel about this? Because they're relatively well-off people. I mean, they do well for themselves. Um, I, they would be the kinds of people that, that might even be dining at a place that would serve foie gras. Okay, it's kind of a delicate dish, right? Mm-hmm. And uh, so I figured, well, let's see what they think about this. That the city of Chicago was banning a, one particular bird, one particular piece Just a, of a bird. Yeah, a bit of a bird. The, what is it? The, um, the liver? liver, right? Yeah. Yeah, it's a stuffed liver. And so I asked them about it. How do you feel about it? They're banning this. Oh, well, we don't eat foie gras. That's okay with us. Oh, and I was just stunned, like, oh, so you know that now you know they're taking people's freedom away to eat foie gras, and you could give a damn about it. You don't eat foie gras, it doesn't affect you, so who cares about those people's freedom? And just the the attitude that was, it was just so disgusting to me. I'm surprised, I, I've gotten up and walked out of family, uh, family dinners in the past, I, I'm surprised I even put up with that one. It was. I was so disgusted by that, and I didn't. I you know I didn't take it any further. I was, oh okay, all righty, and you know the conversation moved elsewhere. But I could have <laughs> kept going and said, well, what? Why right. don't you care about that? Or started p- quoting Pastor Martin Nemo yeah, or well, something you know, like that. And this is th- that's the difficulty. I don't have that particular problem. Um, you know, in my family, there's my mother. My mother is, uh, you know, uh, she's she's a pretty conservative Republican, and by conservative, I mean she's mostly small she's mostly a small government republican mm-hmm. that has uh you know some of those sort of christian tendencies okay you know if if we're going to have government you might it might as well for enforce morality is kind of mm-hmm. her thought process so i can disarm i know her locks i know how to pick them um and you know basically i've gotten her to the point where well you know the government's there what are you going to do yeah. What are you going to do? So if it's a family dinner, then then at this point you're talking about other people. My my mother and I are my family. That's yeah. it. You know, my wife and my kid. But, you know, my wife knew what she was signing up for. And my mm-hmm. kid, he's just stuck. <laughs> so, 
the I I don't it, what difference does it make to me? I've got uh, several people captured right there in the room when it comes to these family meals, so I can you know I can go off on any subject I want. <laughs> it doesn't matter to me. Your mother, um, yeah, she you know, doesn't want to talk to me. Right. It's not it's not a logical scenario with her. It's an emotional scenario, and she essentially breaks down when um, when confronted with this information. Well, when confronted with the unassailable logic of our positions, it uh, destroys. You either her. have to. You either so have, have to, to shift your paradigm, right. or, <laughs> or continue break down. to ignore and right. break down. Yeah. Fig- figure out some other way way to assail your point. And the way that she assails your point is by using her, her authority as your mother, yeah. um, her emotional, uh, uh, you know, being emotional. Uh, you know, she's she's a woman; she can get away with that kind of thing. If I started crying at the uh, the the t- Christmas dinner, it would be a, a really strange occurrence. But you know, she can use motherly emotion to, just to get you to be quiet. But it's that it's that attitude of just not giving a damn about somebody else in this country that doesn't share the same interests as you. You can bet that if the government was regulating some aspect of their life that they found important, for instance, you know, my uncle likes photography. So if they decided all of a sudden that you couldn't start shooting pictures of buildings and other structures in Chicago, as they've done in New York City, I don't know if it's that way in Chicago. Or re- the remember the guy areas. with trains? Remember right. the, the train enthusiast that was, you know, he went on his, his vacation. He'd saved up for it. He was going on a month's worth of train rides. Right. And he was taking pictures at train stations of trains. And, and the Amtrak police didn't like that very much. And they, they, they tossed him in jail. Yep. If they threw your uncle in jail for taking pictures of trains or taking pictures of buildings, suddenly freedom would matter a bit more. Yeah. Well, the guy in the train story that you're talking about was in his 60s. He'd never had a run-in with the police, and he didn't realize it had gotten like this in America, and so it was quite a wake-up call for him. That's how it is for the respectables. That's but, how it is for them. They, they, they don't, they don't, the only time they run across police is if something bad happens, they have to call the police. The police don't want to, you know, there's nothing for the police to go after. There's little for them to go after when you're talking about a 60-year-old man. Um, you know, so they, they, they largely leave them alone. But when, when confronted, then it changes for people. 1-800-259-9231 is the SACL CAI toll-free line. So it's this cavalier attitude that, oh, well, it doesn't affect me, so I don't care. That's what's going to bring this country down. It's what is bringing this country down. Group after group of people are continue to be targeted. Of course, it's individuals that are, that are being targeted. But, you know, the raw milk dealers, they're being targeted. The drug dealers, they're being targeted. The immigrants, they're being targeted. And, you know... The, the train enthusiasts are being, you know, yeah. that want to take pictures. It's all over. Foie gras enthusiasts are being targeted. Gun and owners, in many cases, gun are owners. targeted. Restaurant owners that want to put trans fat in their um, foods. Yeah, New York has just outlawed that, as a matter of fact. And so... <laughs> convenience store owners... That want to sell um, zip zap rolling papers or whatever those things are called. You, if you think it's going, <laughs> if you think you can get exactly. away with avoiding all of this, it's really I think you're you're fooling yourself. You're telling yourself a story to help make you uh, to to help. The progress is there. It's there. They weren't going after raw milk ten years ago. They weren't going after zigzag papers ten years ago. You know they weren't going after homeschoolers ten years ago. They weren't, I guess 10 years ago they had started on Waco, but, you know, they weren't hunting down these religious sects. Mm. And it's always sex with the religious sex. Oh, watch yeah. out for the sex. You don't know, because we don't know what's going on in this compound, and we do believe that there's sex going on. Well, they've got a wall up for some reason. They must be having sex with young ladies. <laughs> the toll-free SACL CAI call-in line is 1-800-259-9231. 
And so there you go, stealing an Amish man's milk from him. $30,000 worth of milk and cheese stolen from this man. And you're paying for it. If you're paying taxes, you're paying for that. How's that make you feel? Hour two's coming up. I, for one, wouldn't take it anymore if I were you. I've already quit. More on the way. Hour two on the way. This is Free Talk Live. Take control of the airwaves. Our archives, website, and podcast will continue to stay free. But if you think other people deserve to hear this show, consider becoming a Free Talk Live amplifier for just $3 a month at amp.freetalklive.com. Help free some minds. Visit amp.freetalklive.com. Free Talk Live. We are launching into hour number two of the program, and you can bring up whatever's on your mind via the toll-free number at 800-259-9231. That's the SACL CAI toll-free line. It's Ian here with you. And Nick. And Mark. 1-800-259-9231. Join us online at freetalklive.com. All the features on the site are free, so enjoy those on us. Again, freetalklive.com. The latest on the CCD, uh, the CCTV camera epidemic out of the United Kingdom, as far as how how um, effective have those cameras been? Not terribly. We'll hear straight from the horse's mouth. Police have a few things to say about their own camera system. But first, we continue with your phone calls. We go to Jeff in Reno, Nevada, listening on KBZZ. Hello, Jeff. Yeah, hey, guys. I just Well, first of all, I think i got a bad phone line, so I'll make this quick. Uh, I just wanted to say that I think there's a consistent pattern of apparent government murders and states accidents or suicides, and um, Deborah Jean uh, Palfrey had given 46 pounds of telephone records to ABC. She had hoped that uh, the network could turn the telephone numbers into names of clients mm-hmm. to testify on her behalf, but, uh, you know, uh, there's also supposed to be an alleged disk containing a full set of the telephone numbers or, or records for the 13-year operation of the uh, what it was at Pamela Martin and Associates that were not provided to ABC, and hmm. I think that um, that this you know when it involves uh, prostitution or sex rings, uh, like for instance back in the early 90s uh, when um, former Nebraska Senator John DeCamp, uh, ex- you know, talked about the or exposed the child sex ring, Craig Spence was found in a dead in a Boston hotel room, uh, and near his body was a newspaper clipping that detailed legislative efforts to protect CIA agents and others uh, that he was supposed to testify. So, Jeff, you don't, think a, that, uh, uh, you don't think that Ms. Palfrey killed herself? No, I don't. I mean, because, I mean... What about like the it, notes? Did you read the notes? Well, yeah, but, I mean, they could have they forced her to write the notes by threatening, threatening could have. her family or... Uh, anything like that. Or but, they could uh, just be frauds. The notes could yeah, just be a, I mean, a fake. But, but not only that, there was another that girl like that, that was that was uh, allegedly hung herself, and I believe that uh, she was supposed to testify about some of this stuff. Yeah, that was a year ago, I think. It was one of her girls, one of her call girls, exactly. also turned up dead. And, and uh, uh, yeah, she was expected to testify, as I understand it. And, and so, I mean, all of these factors, I mean, there's there's a... You know, and, and of course, a lot of things are forgotten over history. And, and if you go back and look at all the people that have mysteriously been in accidents or uh, committed suicides, like uh, you know Gary Webb and, and others, uh, I think that uh, people will see this consistent pattern that I'm talking about. Because you know, the government can stage a lot of stuff, whether it be an accident or a suicide, and and uh, a lot of times the autopsies are 
covered up, and uh, you know sometimes uh, they get the, the the guy doing the autopsy. Well, the case is closed on this one. I mean, the the police they came in same day, made the decision that uh, this was a suicide. So yeah, maybe they are covering it up, and it's probably one of those things we'll never know for sure. Jeff, thanks for the call. Certainly appreciate it. One eight hundred two five nine ninety two thirty one. All I can certainly say for sure is that this is a tragic story that did not need to occur. Prostitution doesn't need to be illegal. There's no victim. It's a consensual crime, meaning that it's a crime only because someone in a legislature wrote it down in a book somewhere and said, this is illegal. There's nothing wrong with what's going on there. And if you think there's something wrong with it, then don't buy a prostitute. And don't be a prostitute. I think you rent them. But leave people alone that want to do business in that way. Just leave them alone. What good is this all? What good has any of this enforcement done beyond to just ruin people's lives? Huh? Has it stopped prostitution, the oldest trade in the world, by some accounts? Has it stopped it? Has it slowed it down? No. Same thing with the war on drugs. Drugs are more available than they've ever been in the past. Prostitutes, more available than they've ever been in the past. So, are you fooling yourself to think that this is making a difference? You think the the world's a cleaner place now that Deborah Jean Palfrey has been found hanging from a noose? You don't think that all of her clients, however many thousand clients she had over the decade and a half that she was operating in D.C., you don't think they've all found other sources for their... Little pleasures they're looking for. Dalliances. Yeah. Oh, you think that they just, oh, Deborah Jean, Deborah Jean got busted. We're done. We're never going to have sex with a whore ever again. Well, if that's what you think, you don't know John's very well, do you? Those urges aren't going to stop just because Ms. Palfrey's dead. They've already found somebody else. They've had someone else for ever since uh, her business got shut down. You can guarantee that. That's just the way these people, that's the way that customers of a consumable product like that are. They like the product, they're willing to pay for it, they're willing to break the law in order to get their hands on it, or in it, and that's what they do. Same thing with drug users. You take down one drug dealer, you just create an open opportunity in the marketplace for a new dealer to step in. By taking out Deborah Jean Palfrey, you've created an opportunity for a new madam to step up. And you were speculating the other night, Mark, as to, you know, what could have caused this? Did she cross somebody? Why would they have gone after her? What happened to trigger this? I mean, she went virtually unmolested for quite a long time. But why now? What was the issue? Well, maybe there's a new uh, madam in town. Yeah, could maybe. be. Somebody who better connected came mm, in and yeah. uh, talked to more politicians. She had phone records for a reason. I mean, she didn't save the phone records of her clients forever, and I wouldn't be... I mean, I'm just speculating, right. because obviously. Because it's all poor black guys in D.C. No, I mean, obviously no, there were some good people on that list. and they, Where'd the phone list go? Well, I think she might have had the... Maybe she tried to use the phone list to maybe blackmail somebody. I mean, if you know certain administration officials or other people who have maybe. a lot of money right now and can't afford to, to well, get that what they get out... If that's what she did, if she was blackmailing someone, that would have been a mistake on her part. It would have been. And I'm just speculating. But it wouldn't surprise me. I mean, if you're keeping your phone records on your high-profile clients for that long, there's probably a reason for it beyond if someone comes after you. Could be. Could be if she was a blackmailer. Possible. 1-800-259-9231. That's the SACL CAI toll-free line. Let's talk to Paula in Florida. You're on Free Talk Live. Hello, Paula. 
Hi, good evening, hon. Uh, there's something very important that uh, everybody needs to do. It's about this IRAC spending bill that they're trying to get, you know, through Congress. They need to um, call the representatives, tell them no more money, period. And, I mean, this Defense Department has caused all of our soldiers' wives now to come down with cancer. Of <laughs> all of them, 100%. How do soldiers' wives come down with I cancer? I missed that headline, uh, they're, they're getting it from their semen. <laughs> I thought we were talking about soldiers. Yeah, we are. I mean, they, they, they are loaded. They're all dying from uranium poisoning. And the thing is, now the wives are getting it through their husband and their boyfriend's so, semen, and they're getting cancer of the uterus, and uh, they're having to have hysterectomies, and, and, you know, this could get really bad. So, Paula, what is, happens to the, the soldiers' husbands? Because they're female soldiers in Iraq, too. What, what happens yeah, to them? I know that, but, I mean, the thing is, see, they're very, very uranium poisoning. Just being around them is dangerous. So you're they, saying the uranium urine, poisoning is being even, transferred even via sexual their intercourse? Urine, their urine specimens are dangerous, too. I mean, this we don't even know how much uranium poisoning is spread throughout the VA hospital. So you're saying their urine specimens are radioactive? Yeah, they're dangerous, yeah. <laughs> yeah. But, I mean, the thing is, they're all going to die. And, well, uh, that's pretty much it's a given hey, case for most no, people. They, they had a report yesterday morning. All you have to do <laughs> is breathe. The air in, in Iraq is in the soil. Yeah, I don't want to make it's, it sound like I'm joking about the uranium poisoning. I'm, I'm not. That, that is pretty serious. The about this, and the VA I don't know if it. their urine is radioactive. Did you, did you hear the report yesterday? No, I don't listen to okay, that. Okay, it was on the power hour. The VA listened in on it, also the Pentagon. All right. And the thing is, they're all aware they're all going to die. Okay, everybody oh, hey. in Iraq is going to die. You signed up. That's what the, uh, you know, that's how well, the thing is, they scene. weren't aware of what the the government was going to do to Oh, come right. on now, Paula. I don't, I don't who do, who, does, who doesn't know them. about Agent Orange and some of the awful other testing, you know mustard gas, nuclear testing? Who doesn't know about that stuff? I guess some dumb-dumb raised in government schools could be completely unaware of that. I Did suppose you know that it's possible. all the equipment they use are made with uranium poisoning? I know there's a significant all their amount of their and everything. Depleted, depleted uranium. Yeah, and their yeah, and their armor. The ammo, the tanks, and everything else the are made with uranium okay. poisoning. Okay. Well, we'll take your word for it, Paula. Thanks for the call. Hey, there was a report I have no on idea this. if this that's the truth or not. That's not. But she, she heard <laughs> it on some stop. show. I suppose thanks for the, the call. The uh, steel of the tank could somehow be infected no, by some, the depleted some uranium. Some artillery rounds are made of depleted uranium, but right. that's it. But there's not a lot of de- depleted uranium out there. More coming up. You take control. Bring up what's on your mind. Take everything Paula says with several grains of salt. It's Free Talk Live. This is Free Talk Live. It's your show. You can bring up anything via the toll-free number at 800-259-9231. The Sakel CAI toll-free line. It is Ian here with you. And Nick. And Mark. 1-800-259-9231. Join us on our website at freetalklive.com. All the features are free, including the updates. Get signed up. We keep in the loop. Whenever there's something you need to know about the program, just go to updates.freetalklive.com to get on the list for free. That's updates.freetalklive.com. And the Free State Project's Porcupine Freedom Festivals, better known as Porkfest. It's happening June 9th through the 15th at Porkfest. You'll be able to discover the outdoor and recreational adventures New Hampshire has to offer, as well as expand your network of liberty-loving activists, businesses, and organizations. Discover new freedoms, new communities, and new beginnings. Register today at Porkfest.com. That's P-O-R-C-F-E-S-T dot com. As we continue with your phone calls, Jeremy in Montana listening on KGEZ. Hello, Jeremy. Hey, guys, loving the weather out here. How about there? It's lovely. What's going on, Jeremy? What's on your mind tonight? Uh, y'all forgetting about that other lady that supposedly worked for this uh, 
DC madam, uh, she supposedly hung herself too just a yep, couple yep. Of days later. No, it wasn't days. I think it was last year. I think it was in 2007. But yes, one of the, the DC madam's employees or contractors was found hanged to death. That much is funny. True. Uh, how come? Uh, it's kind of a conspiracy in a way. Why, you know, uh, them ladies would kill herself back to back like that. Does seem know? odd. Well, I th- I thought it was a, a years a, p- a year apart, but I don't know. Maybe I've got my dates messed up. Either way, it's certainly odd and coincidental. Uh, very bizarre behavior. And as Dave pointed out over the weekend, he said that women don't kill themselves that way. That hanging is pretty atypical for female suicide. They'd rather take pills or something like that. Yeah, that's go. that's pretty much what he said. Wow. Jeremy, thanks for the call tonight. Appreciate it. Eight hundred two five nine. 9231 of the SACL-CAI toll-free line. So how about those CCTV cameras? Closed-circuit television is what it stands for, by the way. Uh, In case you hadn't been paying any attention, over in London, they have been rolling out these cameras like you would not believe. They, I believe they have millions of them over there. And according to The Guardian at guardian.co.uk, it's all been virtually useless. Massive investment in CCTV cameras to prevent crime in the U.K. has failed to have a significant impact, despite billions of pounds spent on new technology. A senior police officer piloting a new database has warned only 3% of street robberies in London were solved using CCTV cameras, despite the fact that Britain has more security cameras than any other country in Europe. They, they say as far as deterring crime, they're, um, they're not as effective as streetlights. Yep, that's true. And significantly more expensive. The warning comes from the head of the Visual Images Identifications and Directions or Detections Office at Scotland Yard as the force launches a series of initiatives to try to boost conviction rates using closed-circuit TV evidence. They include a new database of images which is expected to use technology developed by the sports advertising industry to track and identify offenders. So they're not giving up just because this experiment hasn't worked too well. It's not like they're going to shut them down. Putting images of suspects in muggings, rape, and robbery cases out on the Internet for a month, building a national CCTV database incorporating pictures of convicted offenders as well as unidentified suspects. The plans for this have been drawn up but are on hold while the technology required to carry out automated searches is refined. Says that uh, the use of CCTV images for court evidence has so far been very poor, according to the detective chief inspector. He said that CCTV was originally seen as a preventative measure. Billions of pounds have been spent on it, but no thought has gone into how the police are going to use the images and how they'll be used in court. It's an utter fiasco. Only 3% of crimes were solved by CCTV. There's no fear of CCTV. Why don't people fear it? They think the cameras aren't working. <laughs> they must be used to most government things I not bet, working. I, I wonder guess. how many of them are. You know, that's, yeah. that's, that's the thing, is how do you know that they are working? And for one, they probably should have a light or something on them to give people at least some indication that they're working. But I'll bet you a lot of them don't work. I'll bet you that they get uh, rocks thrown at them and shot with BB guns I and that kind of thing. I wonder about that, yeah, how often. More training was needed for the officers, he said. Often they don't want to find CCTV images because it's hard work. Oh, oh I'm oh, sure oh. it is. I'm absolutely sure it's very difficult to do it because it's just, you know, you're, you're coming through, through video? all kinds of, uh, you know, it's just all so, all, so much data. 
Sometimes the police didn't bother inquiring beyond local councils to find out whether CCTV cameras monitored a particular street incident. Said CCTV operators need feedback. If you call them back, they feel valued and are more helpful. We want to develop a career path for CCTV inquirers. The veto unit is beginning to establish a London-wide database of images of suspects that are cross-referenced by written descriptions. Interest in the technology has been enhanced by recent police work, which officers backtracked through videotapes to pick out terrorist suspects. In the districts where the veto scheme is working, CCTV is now helping police in 15 to 20 percent of street robberies. So essentially they're saying here that it just hasn't been dollar for dollar very effective, but... You know government. Failure has never stopped them in the past. Mm. And so now they're going to focus more on spending more taxpayer dollars on making the system more effective than it currently is. We need more training for the bureaucrats. We need more uh, you know, special courses to send them to at exorbitant prices. And we need more cameras. I mean, it wouldn't hurt to have more cameras, right? How about, some, have more cameras. How about some cameras inside your house? Maybe that's coming up next. Now, somebody might say, well, 3% of the crimes were solved with the cameras. And I say that, you know, I have no problem with cameras by themselves. It's when they're in the hands of the government that I have a problem. It's when, you know, if you want to have a business and protect your business with cameras, please, I think that's great. It, they're actually out there are, uh, on the market are glasses that you can wear that have video, that, that take video right, you know, really? right there. You can, you can oh, have, cool. Yeah, you can have glass. You can wear glasses that take video. Mm-hmm. Are you telling me that somehow I should be responsible for putting up cameras to keep you safe? Three more percent, uh, you know, pay for those in my tax dollars, but you can't be bothered to buy the glasses that keep you safer? Hmm. It's an interesting point. Not to mention, I mean, the the system in the United Kingdom is Orwellian. I mean, oh, yeah. It's, I, it's I, everywhere. I forget how many millions there are. I th- it's multiple millions, multiple. as I recall. Mm-hmm. And it's just, it's, I can't even fathom how the people of the United Kingdom put up with that. I mean, the, you're on camera all the time in public. It is what they talked about in 1984. What and do you except do, for the, Except for the cameras in the house. The, the big, right. the big uh, cam- well, cameratron that's watching for now. the house. Yeah. But what do you do? I mean, I understand what you're saying, Nick. What could one do about that? You think you could they leave the city. Right, or you think they could have voted against it. Voted I don't against know if they had the opportunity. They, they probably it, all support it. But the, did, did Americans vote for the Patriot Act? No. Did they vote for sneak and peeks by the FBI? Did they vote to have their uh, library books tracked? No. Did they vote for the TSA? We don't know. But no. we don't do a very good job either. And in the <laughs> no, United, we don't. And in the United Kingdom, you do at least have proportional representation if there were even... In the ten, sense that we do? No. no proportional, it's, a, it's, a, it's a parliamentary system. A minority party with 5% or 10% of the votes gets 5 or 10% right, of the Right. So, so if you had 20% of the people who are upset about it, you could at least get enough people in there who would bring it up and make a stink about it. Right. Whereas, if the same situation were here, we would have Green Party and Libertarian Party people in Congress... If we have yeah, a similar because language. there's getting uh, right, getting you votes. get a little bit of a split. Yeah, one eight hundred two five nine ninety two thirty one. But as you can see, the parliamentary system hasn't done a damn thing to save them from the police state. So while it might be slightly better as far as representation, whatever that even means, it hasn't done anything. Well, and effective. many of the people accept it and make it. It makes them feel more safe. That's the sad part. Right. Exactly. Eight hundred two five nine ninety two thirty one. Before you know it, though, they're going to be used to bust you for carrying a bottle of raw milk down the street. More on the way. It's free talk live. One of the bonuses you'll get as a free talk live amplifier is access to our classic archives. 
For just $3 a month, you can become an amplifier, and you'll help us get on more radio stations and MP3 players. Get the details at amp.freetalklive.com. That's amp.freetalklive.com. This is Free Talk Live. You can take control of the airwaves via the toll-free number at 800-259-9231. That is the SACL CAI toll-free line. It's Ian here with you. And Nick. And Mark. And you can join us on our website at freetalklive.com. All the features on the site are free, so enjoy those on us. And they include the archives. So if you've missed a moment of the show, go and grab them right there on the front page of the website for your downloaded convenience at freetalklive.com. Uh, again, 1-800-259-9231, Pork Manor. You want to move to New Hampshire but don't know where you're going to live? Porkmanor.com is a new site that connects freedom-loving landlords with freedom-loving renters. Landlords can easily manage the display of their rentals, including uploading photos and showing videos. Renters can find a place where they'll be living with libertarians and even anarchists. It's simple, efficient, cheap, and effective. Visit porkmanor.com, P-O-R-C-M-A-N-O-R, porkmanor.com. 800-259-9231. Let's go to uh, across the pond. Ziggy's on the line in the U.K. Ziggy. Hi. I just want to correct Nick. We don't have proportional representation over here for our national parliament. We have it in some elections. Uh, The Scottish parliament has it, and the London Assembly has proportional representation. But when it comes to national general elections, we don't have it still. Oh, that's my bad. I just assume most parliamentary systems seem to have some form of it. And yeah, I, most of most most of Europe. I think only Greece doesn't have proportional uh, uh, representation. But um, I mean, France has a different doesn't quite have proportional representation, but they have runoffs, hmm. which kind of you know it it, it basically is a, a means of sieving through. The sort of lesser candidates, and then the, the two candidates run off. So can I ask, we just because I'm put, just because I'm curious, how, is it winner take all then, or do you, you guys don't even have yeah, runoffs? First, first, first. Okay. First, 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 first. Okay. Yeah. I didn't uh, know that, but that's good to know. Also about the CCTV thing. Yeah. Um, we have them in my town, of course, but mm-hmm. I found out that most of the time they're not switched on. Really. They're just, you know, they're just, they're just there to scare people. You know? See, <laughs> he doesn't believe that they work place. either. <laughs> now, how did you find that out? Um, I, 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 found, I knew someone who was a member of the local uh, uh, business, uh, trade and commerce um, organization, and the police actually admitted to them that they don't have them running most of the time. Well, I mean, that would so take a lot you of hard drive space. Secondhand or, th- or firsthand? I'm sorry, I didn't get quite get that. Well, this, this person actually attended this actual meeting. And so, second. Uh, you know, they were having a, the police came along to consult them about whatever, and and, and basically they, hmm. they said, no, we don't have, you know, we don't have them on most of the time. And to be honest, actually, the the, the police don't actually control it themselves. It's it's down to independent operators. Independent operators. Yeah, so yeah, you know, there's companies that the the, the the um people to do it. So you're um, saying they're hiring companies to do it? Yeah. Interesting. Yeah, I mean, um, they'd I mean, have to. I, I if they have were been, running all of those been. cameras, it would be a tremendous amount of data that would have to be stored. I mean, it's not that not that it couldn't be stored. I'm sure it could with a, enough hard drive space. It's out there. But I mean, to run millions of cameras all at once and record all of those feeds on a usable kind of level of resolution. I mean, you're talking about a lot of gigabytes. You're talking about a lot of terabytes, if not more than that. I'm just curious 
as, as you see, my position on CCTV cameras is this. If it's on private property, fine. Sure. That's up to the landlord. I if think they're great. Property, I, I, feel, I feel safe in a Walmart parking lot because they've got cameras there, personally. Yeah. You know, my local, uh, my local um, shopping mall has them. And, in fact, it's, it's one of those shopping malls which you can walk through at night. They don't, there's no doors on it. Hmm. And I actually got caught many years ago. <laughs> First time I've ever admitted this. Um, me and a mate were fell out of a, a local bar. And, of course, you know, bellies full of beer. We needed to go for a, you know... And what? I, got I have no idea what you're talking no, about. No, I don't know what you're talking about either. But I don't what? want you to explain it either, so it's all right. What happened now? <laughs> you relieved yourself I in... I my bladder. Okay, great. <laughs> you had to pee in the mall? Well, it's a plaza. Yeah. It's, it, it's not know, a mall. I know, It was when I was very young and foolish. Right. It, d- I wouldn't do such a thing well, now. Was it Ian, a potted planter or something? Ian's Where'd confused, you go? Ian's confused no, by was, your terminology. The, the, guy, the guy I was drinking with, I was working in the local supermarket, and he was really... He wasn't happy about the way they were treating him, and of course... At the time, you know, when you're younger, you, you know, you got a bit of a chip on your shoulder about mm-hmm. everything. You know, you know, you, 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 you don't target one authority; you just target everything. Don't yeah. You? So we went for a leak up against the, you know, the window of the supermarket, but I we see. didn't realise there were CCTV cameras running. Oops. And then I got a knock on the door from the police a few days later, giving me a caution. Oh my! Uh, you're lucky you didn't get a sex offender status. Yeah. You had that over there. Uh, yeah, they have the they have the sex register. We don't have. Um, Megan's Law, is it? Yeah. Uh, which you have over there. We don't have that yet, where, where people are told if there's a local sex offender um, living in, in your area. However, some of the tabloid newspapers have published, pu- uh, published um, details of where, of where pedophiles are living. Um, and what happens, of course, is that basically either the police have to take them back into custody for their own safety, hmm. or it drives them underground. Yep, it's just an awful situation. Know, no one knows where they are. So can you get a sex offense over there for peeing in public? Um, yes, you can. I think it's, yeah, it's you a decent out. exposure. Yeah. Um, I mean, this was at a time So when, this was back uh, I mean, before was you, you had a respect for property rights or, or an understanding yeah, of Yeah, but this is before... This is, this, this, this was, this is when I was at university. Oh, you okay. Know, I, I mean, I was, I was, it must have been... Just well, a college brat. Gotcha. So, yeah. Very good, Ziggy. Yeah, Thanks for the call tonight, dude. We appreciate it as always. 800-259-9231. You learn something new every night here on Free Talk Live. We continue with your calls. Lee in Montana listening on KGEZ. Hello, Lee. Well, I'm glad you learned something new. Um, that's why most of us call in and listen to talk radio, or at least listen and then possibly call in. I have to give a little defense to Paula there. Regarding? And Pardon? Regarding? I don't know Paula from Adam, but um, oh, she's talking about the DU. Yeah, she said every single one of the wives in the military are infected with uranium poisoning. Well, see, that's I I listen to see just how big a travesty of freedom people like you can do to the the to the movement. What do you mean by that? Well, Lee? if you don't understand something. Don't sit in the background cackling like a stoner. That's a little <laughs> buddy over there. G- giving her uh, a ration of buffalo chips. 
Oh, we like to have fun with Paula Lee. Come on, you've heard her call before. Do you have before. any idea that that stuff's actually real? And yes, oh, I said... depleted uranium What did is. I say during the call? I but said I didn't want to minimize the seriousness. Lee, I said during her call, I said I don't want to minimize the seriousness of the de- depleted uranium situation. That's absolutely awful. But to say that every single one of the wives has been infected to where their urine is toxic, I mean, that's a pretty that ludicrous claim. That doesn't make any sense to me. That's pretty ludicrous, don't you think? No, I don't. But, uh, you know, if you want to get a little smarter on that stuff, there's a great video with the guy who invented the policies for the government who, with all his safety gear in a laboratory, coincidentally is infected. It's called Beyond Treason. There is no doubt in my mind, Lee, that there's some awful things that the military's done to its victims. And you're right, the people enlisted, but she's right. They didn't know what they're getting into, so... Everybody needs a little education before you jump into it, because some things you can't undo, and that happens to be one of them. Sure, yeah. sure. And now they've got to now they've got to count on the Veterans Administration to take care of them for the rest <laughs> of their lives. Right. And another one that you can't undo is, you know, um, I mean, you can get out of a marriage, but um, there's not too many things you can't undo, but giving your kids shots. All I was okay. saying it, with the Paula you know, call is another that one. once you've given them, you've got them. You know, everything else you can pay an attorney or do yeah, stuff see. to get out of. I know where you're coming from. My point is simply that if you want people to take depleted uranium seriously, as I think they should, I mean, it's a serious issue. These soldiers are absolutely getting sick, and that is certainly a, a possible cause. Uh, and, uh, you know, if you want people to take it seriously, don't get on the air and claim that 100% of the wives in the military have How, been infected. I, I don't even think that uh, it seems difficult to me to imagine that uh, any percentage of wives are getting cervical cancer from um, no, infected the radiation husbands. levels aren't that high, but U.S forces, some of them were exposed to, to depleted uranium, right. and especially it's, it's in the terrible first for their health, too. no doubt. Lee, thanks for the call tonight. 800-259-9231. That's the SACL CAI toll-free line. You can bring up whatever's on your mind. And still on the way, we've got Mike and Glenn, and we'll take your calls, too. Ladies first, if you make the call, this is Free Talk Live. This is Free Talk Live. You can take control of the airwaves and bring up whatever's on your mind via the toll-free number at 800-259-9231. Sickle CAI toll-free line. It's Ian here with you. And Nick. And Mark. And you can join us on our website at freetalklive.com. All the features on the site are free, so enjoy those on us. Again, that's freetalklive.com. 1-800-259-9231 is the number. We continue with your calls. Glenn in Alabama. You're on Free Talk Live. Hello, Glenn. Glenn, Alabama, going once. Glenn, hello, hello. you're on the hello. air. What's on your mind? Hey, what's up, Mark Ian? Hey, hey. Going on. Love too. you guys. you got a great show. What's on your mind tonight? Uh, well, something earlier uh, happened that really pissed me off, and um, I, I want to see what you guys thought about it. Cause, um, okay. Anyways, uh, about two years ago, I, I started this limited liability company Okay. Uh, with a friend of mine that was going to do like consulting for foreign graduate students, helping them get into like U.S. schools. Okay. And so it, things really never panned out. We didn't even we never did any business. It just it just kind of went by the wayside. Bummer. And um, well, I got other business plans. So. Sure. <laughs> but but it went by the wayside, and then we never we never took any action like to dissolve the company or anything like that. We just kind of let it peter out. And now today, I get this bill in the mail from the government of Delaware for $1,000 in back taxes. Wow. Penalties for not, for not ever, you know, paying 
for not ever, uh, you know, doing doing anything. This is like after not hearing about it for about two or three years. Hold on, uh, I, let me let me ask a couple of questions if I could. So you got a bill for a thousand dollars. Did yeah. what was the bill? For like, was it for sales tax or was it for, um, you know, your your corporation going on every single year? Um, yeah, that's that's right. It, it was more of just like an ongoing uh, uh, filing fee that I had no idea that that you get like a filing fee for your corporation every year, but you haven't filed to uh, you know to bring your minutes up to date every year. Is that right? That that's right. And then I looked into like I didn't want to get any more fees on my record, so I looked so I looked into like dissolving the company now. And I went like the Delaware website, and it said like you had to pay a hundred or a hundred and hundred fifty dollars just to dissolve oh. your uh, limited liability company. <laughs> Otherwise, they're going to keep charging you a yearly fee. Is that the idea? I I guess I don't know. Um, I, I mean, thank God it's a thank God it's a corporate, uh, you know, a failed corporation, and not a real and not myself. So uh, I guess uh, if I don't pay, it won't really trouble mm. me in the long so run. So the corporation still, owns the corporation. No, I mean the. No, I'm saying it's a good thing it's not on my personal tax record. I'm just making sure they sent you a bill, right? Or did they send it to the corporation? No, oh no, no. They, I'm sorry, they sent it to the limited liability company that we formed. Nah. So does that mean you don't have to pay it? I wouldn't pay it. Yeah, I mean, what are they going to do if we don't pay it? They're not going to go after me personally, right? Well, I can tell they you can that they can if you have signing I mean, power. <laughs> yeah, if you have signing power, they can. Well, not on this LLC. I don't think on an LLC, I believe you're not completely so. shielded from liability. I, I, you know, the fact is the corporation hasn't done anything. Their minutes have fallen into. Uh, they haven't done their minutes in um, forever. This corporation isn't um, isn't going on. I've had lots of corporations that I just didn't do anything with after um, we stopped doing business, and and they've, nobody's ever come after me. And this uh, this is a ludicrous, ludicrous crap charge, and I would absolutely not give them one it, penny. It varies state by state, though. I thought in most states you didn't have to pay anything after your original filing if you weren't doing yeah, that's, any that's business. That's what I figured. It, 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 made, it seemed like the internet company that was registering us painted that kind of picture. Like, they would do all the work. We paid them $100 to set the thing up, and it would be fine after that. But then, you know... Did the co- corporation ever have an income at any point? Uh, no. No, it was, it was just... It was always in the planning stages. It never got off the ground or anything. Happens all the time. Like Lots that. of corporations are that way. Yeah. So, so tell your listeners, don't file any kind of uh, companies and in uh, Delaware, unless you want to be prosecuted by a gang of thieves in, in power there. Yeah, I don't see They do any... make a lot of money off in corporation in Delaware. Really? Yeah, well, they're supposedly a business-friendly state, but that doesn't sound too friendly to me. I think there are no, other I... things that they do for corporations. Because I've, I've seen a lot of corporate titles, because I've, I've dealt with a lot of companies and people using LLCs, and I've seen a lot of them out of Delaware's one of the states that you see more than once. And I think they probably have some other rules that are beneficial if you're doing I business. See. I hear New Mexico and uh, I've Nevada heard, yeah, are the those ways are the best to go now. That's, yeah. that's what I've heard as well. Hey, but Delaware for, used to be. Thank you for the story okay. tonight, dude. We certainly appreciate it, and thank you for the call, Glenn. 800-259-9231. Yep, yep, Everyone's forgetting about you, Nick. Oh, it's that's okay. I'm not really a co-host. I'm just here <laughs> Tuesday nights once in a while. You are really a co-host. You've got a real email address and a real bio on the Free Talk Live website. So we continue with your calls. It's Mike in Canada. You're on Free Talk Live. Hello, Mike. Hi, Ian. You're I'm on here. the air. Listen, I've got a question for you. Yes. We don't know too much about DU up here in Ottawa. We're too busy paying taxes. Depleted uranium. Um, I can tell you a little bit about it, but go ahead with your question. 
you had you sort of dismissed that woman earlier very summarily about uh yeah cuz she was talking nonsense we've got a former uh member of the military who was who was actually in Iraq and Afghanistan he was in our chat room a few moments ago and he just thought it was laughable that she suggested that DU was in everything it's just not right tanks are not made of depleted either. uranium right and i'm sorry 100% of the uh, the army wives are not infected with radiation poisoning either what was she saying she was saying that everybody's peeing Uranium or what? Well, I don't know what radi- she was I think saying. she was saying they had, like, radioactive The radiations, urine. it's, it's catching. <laughs> <laughs> but if you were that hot, you'd be dead very quickly. Yeah. You wouldn't be walking around peeing radioactive See, Paula, yeah, Paula talks a bunch of nonsense most oh, of the time. Oh, this is a regular caller, right? Yeah, Paula calls oh, in a several, times, <laughs> several times a week. Sorry, guys, and, I really didn't catch the whole thing. I just caught, thought, okay, something happened here. Yeah, it wasn't dismissing the issue DU was issue, it was dismissing the nonsense she was spouting about that issue, because if you listen to what Paula has to say and you take it as, you know, the truth, then you will be misled into believing all kinds of craziness. Uh, she's a nice old lady, I'm sure, and, oh, yeah. and we've had nice conversations with her on a number of things. Right, and, our li- and our listeners love her. Oh, they're very entertained by her, many of them are, uh, but, you know... When she when she gets on the air and just starts talking nonsense, we've got a caller on it. So oh, okay, I get it. Yeah. Um, well, my understanding is that DU is potentially dangerous. Though. Oh, oh, that's my understanding yeah. too. Yeah, <laughs> I wouldn't want to breathe that <laughs> crap in. But she was saying that everybody's peeing DU stuff. Yep, and and the the fact is that uh, kids that get into the army have no idea. Really, they don't know they're going to be dealing with this stuff on a day to day basis, and that it's going to affect their health. Uh, you know, in the long term, there it's really you know. Don't sure. get around this stuff, kids. Do not join the military because they're going to put you in contact with something you're not you're not going to like necessarily. They could they could use you as a guinea pig without you even knowing about it. If you want to go to college, go to McDonald's. They'll hire you. There you go. Any other thoughts tonight, Mike? Uh, please help us from the taxes in Canada. Uh, I don't know what I, can I wish do, I my could. Friend. What I mean, what can what can Stop I do? Paying. Like you guys, we do have laws. Mm-hmm. We well, have to pay. You're in Canada, and you're not that far from I love New the Hampshire. Show, guys, been listening for years. Thank Good you, night. sir. Thank you for the call. If you're in Canada, it's not hard to get to New Hampshire. We share a border. Come on in. And I, I wouldn't join uh, the Free State Project. I wouldn't take people's word for it that there aren't laws that say that you have to pay taxes here in the United States. There absolutely. I, sure. I, it's my be- opinion that there absolutely are laws that well, you have to. And they if, believe there are laws. The government people believe there right. are. See, here's the part that doesn't make sense to me is um, on that issue is what, what was it? The Sixteenth Amendment that uh, made it legal for an income, income tax, tax, but yeah. you know the Supreme Court rulings back and forth, la la la. It was never ratified, right, et cetera, et cetera. That that, that whole thing. The people in the government have done – they can sneak into our homes. So they don't care anything about um, Constitution. They can do sneak and peeks on your computer. Sure. So all they have to do is label you a suspicious person. Are you telling me that they they couldn't run right through right now a law that says absolutely everybody in the United States of America has to pay taxes? And has had to pay them since 1913. Well, now, the tax freedom advocates would tell you, Mark, no, they can't do that because that would be unconstitutional. No, but it's not, the, the 16th Amendment, get, and uh, we might get some calls on this. Oh, yes. Every reading, <laughs> I've like I've tried to read it their way. It's, it says that they have the power to levy an income tax. That's, that's the power it grants them. And but, people claim that income um, meant like only corporations in Guam had to pay this tax. 
I'm sorry, but I'm pretty sure the amendment was intended to create an income tax. At the time, it was only some very wealthy people paying a relatively low sure, tax Sure, that's rate. how they managed to get it through. Look, we're just going to tax the crap out of the rich people that are bringing in all this money. But Those evil rich even, people. Even if, and I don't know exactly how it came about, but even if rich people in 1913 were, ma- were people that made more than $14,000, now everybody makes more than $14,000, so therefore they get taxed on it. Right, inflation basically screwed up. The, well, didn't maybe they intended it that way because they created the Federal Reserve around the same time. But it basically the created, this, you know, it, it screwed up what fourteen thousand dollars meant. The only thing I can really see that the the tax advocates have going for them, besides there were some court rulings that were interesting, um, but for the most part, it's been in the opposite direction of their argument. Sure, um, I I haven't seen a law specifically that uh, like a statutory law that says. That there is now a tax on incomes. It does look like, however, you can pay your employees in gold and silver and not have to pay taxes on it. Look, you know what? I just don't. I, I just don't care what their laws say. They can say whatever they want to. They can pass that law tomorrow, Mark, that says all Americans must pay income tax. I refuse to be enslaved by a bunch of people sitting in a room in Washington, D.C. I think that's a lot stronger argument. Yep, I agree. 1-800-259-9231. Hour 3 is coming up. You can take control of the airwaves. Bring up whatever's on your mind. Looks like there's been a drug crackdown in San Diego. We'll uh, We'll find out who went down here in moments. With your help, we can spread the message of liberty around the world. Consider becoming a Free Talk Live amplifier for just $3 a month now at amp.freetalklive.com. If you can't afford it, keep enjoying us for free. If you can spare the three, visit amp.freetalklive.com. This is Free Talk Live. We launch in hour number three of the program. You can take control of the airways via the toll-free number at 800-259-9231. Bring up whatever's on your mind, 800 800- 259-9231 is the SACL CAI toll-free line. It's Ian here with you. And Nick. And Mark. And you can join us on our website at freetalklive.com. All the features on the site are free, so enjoy those on us. Again, freetalklive.com. Going right into your phone calls. It's Mike in Connecticut. You're on Free Talk Live. Hello, Mike. Hey, what, hey what's up, guys? What's on your mind? Uh, listen, if you go to Google and you type in legislative intent of the 16th Amendment, it brings up a good article from uh, Family Guardian. Called Fan okay. Guardian. And, and uh, go ahead and summarize it for us, if you would. Well, first, well, it gives the other two amendments that didn't pass. The first one was uh, Senate Joint Resolution 25. It says the Congress shall have power to lay and collect taxes on incomes and inheritances. And that, was, that failed. And then the second one was number 39. It said the Congress shall have power to lay and collect direct taxes on incomes without apportionment among the several states according to population. And that one failed. So did they fail one at a time, or did they get the choice of sort of three and pick the one that they picked? No, they just raised this, you know, this resolution and it failed. Then they raised another resolution, and then that one failed. You know, they go from... It was very close, as I recall. What's that? It was very close um, in the passing of the 16th Amendment, as I recall. The, yeah, the, 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 mean the, the wording was close? No, it was close in the sense that um, they barely passed it. Oh, the from, voting. Right, I think it has to be two-thirds of both um, houses it, it, it also, of Congress it, and th- three-quarters of the states. If you bring up the, the page, it also it also has other good quotes on there from what people were saying. At the so time. what's the point? I mean, why do you bring this up? Why, are you trying to make a point with it? Well, the, the 16th Amendment is pretty vague from 
what I'm, I'm thinking. So you're saying it would the uh, it might have been more specific, but they voted those down in favor of a more vague version. Right. And, and if you look at if you look at the research of Bill Benson, you can see that the uh, amendment wasn't even uh, ratified properly. Yep. Yeah, I understand all that. People have certainly brought all that up in the past, but I don't think the government courts care. See, no, they're just going to machine gun down your right. door and just steal your money. Right. They right. Do. See, a lot of the the tax freedom advocates have done all kinds of research. Oh and, yeah, they they, they absolutely. They sound a heck some, of a lot smarter than we do well, when we talk some, about it. Right. And some of them make what seems to be pretty ironclad sounding cases based on the things that they say. Sure, and but the, the courts don't found. seem to care. Right. They, they don't certainly give a didn't damn. care with Ed Brown. Ed oh. Brown wanted to bring these uh, arguments up, and I don't know whether he was any good at bringing them up or, or whatever, but there have been there've been more failures, if not as many failures, um, it, you know, in the tax freedom movement as there have been as successes. I've heard of a few successes. Sure. There, there are these uh, these people that they, they, they trot out that say, oh, this one won and this one won, and I, I thank God they did. I'm not trying to say that they shouldn't have won. I'm just saying I don't know whether I want to hang my hat on that argument. Any other oh, well, thoughts tonight, Mike? It's an interesting argument, but uh, it just goes to show you it's getting more and more insane. Thank, thank you for the call tonight. We appreciate it. One eight hundred two five nine ninety two thirty one. I agree. It is getting more and more insane, and the more insane things get, the more I will encourage people to stop paying them. Stop it. Why would you want to voluntarily fund this gang that is enacting all of this awful violence on innocent people? We started the show out with a story about a, an Amish farmer who's had his business ruined, had all of his product confiscated. They confiscated milk and cheese from this man, $30,000 worth of his business stolen from him because he broke some federal law by crossing the border with some raw milk with the intent to sell I mean, the idea that a, you know, now milk distributors are being treated like drug dealers is just amazing. Not that I think drug dealers should be tr- treated that way. I think they should be able to do business, too. They're not hurting anybody. It's going to be, they're going to have a heck of a time uh, making the PR case that the, 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 the Amish milk dealer is uh, as bad as, uh, you know, some crack dealer. Well, I don't know, Mark. I wonder what's going to happen in this case. Is it going to be like what happens out in the uh the California region where we see the DEA coming in to the the medical marijuana clinics and literally kicking in their door pointing weapons at people stealing their marijuana and their cash and going home without arresting anybody they didn't do that because in this it, case it did not say that the the man who was uh i don't believe it said he was arrested they they just came in and took all of his stuff they came in and took all of his milk and his you know no i thought he was arrested equipment. All right, I'll, I'll pull it up again, but I'm pretty sure he was not arrested. Uh, but we'll find that out here in a moment. 1-800-259-9231. Let's continue with your calls, though. And first we go to Sean in Montana listening on KGEZ. Hello, Sean. Hi, how are you doing? Hey, Good. what's on your mind? Well, I uh, read a book it was, uh, called The Creature from Jekyll Island. Yes, I've heard of it. It's, it's supposed to be quite good. It's a great book. It reads like a, like a detective novel. It's great. Um, but... Um, according to the author, 100% of the income tax from employees, not self-employment tax, if you're self-employed, but if you're an employee, 100% of that goes to pay the debt to the Federal Reserve System. I thought, it, go, I thought it went to pay the interest on the debt. That's what it, the interest on the debt, correct. Yeah. And, yeah. And so not one bridge gets built with all of that money that people take in. It goes to a private family. Well, I don't know if it goes to a private family. One family, but... uh, Absolutely it it does. It goes to the private 
people that own the banks in the Federal Reserve System. But there's no single the owner. Government. There's a number of banks. Go to the there. government. Right. There's there's more I than mean, one family involved in the the Federal Reserve System. Sure, just so sure you know. Is. But I mean the banking families that were well established, you know, at the turn of the century. Um, they're getting all that money. Oh, it's the and greatest scam. Years. It's the greatest scam I think of all time. I mean that uh, that they can print as much money out as they want to. And therefore, everybody else, you and I, our savings decreases. If we have savings, our money gets uh, worth less over time as they continue to print it out. It's the greatest ripoff that I've ever encountered. Yeah. Uh, okay. Well, we're on the same page. Thank oh, yeah. No much. doubt about that. Thank you for the call. 800-259-9231. You are correct, Mark. Uh, Mr. Nolt from New Line, Pennsylvania, was indeed arrested for selling contraband. That is raw milk. He's an Amish farmer, so he was arrested. Now, does that mean he can get his $30,000 worth of milk and cheese back? How do you think they're treating that milk and cheese? Did they take it to a refrigerator so they can keep it on ice in case he wins the case? It's gone. Yeah, it's gone. That's not like gold and silver where there's maybe a chance you could get it back at some later date. It seems really unlikely to me. Once the government takes something, it is gone, the way I see it. Pretty much, yeah. I mean, if you want to get it back, whatever it is... Whether it be your plane or your, I mean, we've heard of people having their plane stolen from them because they gave a ride to a drug dealer without knowing it was a drug dealer. So we've heard of people's just lives just absolutely uprooted and ruined. And in order to get back their stuff, they have to go through the courts. They have to spend uncountable numbers of years and thousands, if not hundreds of thousands of dollars to, to try to fight to get their property back. And at a certain point, you've spent more than the property was worth. So why bother? Then it's just some sort of Pyrrhic victory, I guess. 1-800-259-9231. I believe Do we have uh, more here. 800-259-9231. So there you go. They're attacking the Amish. They're attacking all kinds of people. And you can't forget the kids in college. The criminals. The thuggish criminals in college in San Diego. They've been busted. A crackdown. The Associated Press reports that nearly 100 gangsters, most of them students, were arrested in an undercover drug investigation at San Diego State University that began after a student's fatal cocaine overdose last spring. Authorities seized several guns, at least $60,000 in cash, marijuana, psychedelic mushrooms, hash oil, methamphetamine, and illicit prescription drugs. Two kilograms of cocaine and 350 ecstasy pills were also seized, according to officials. Eighteen students were arrested Tuesday when nine search warrants were executed at various locations, including fraternities. About 75 students faced charges. Those arrested included wow. a student who was about to receive a criminal justice degree and another who was to receive a master's degree in homeland security. Some defendants were scheduled to appear in state court to face charges Tuesday. During the probe, dubbed Operation Sudden Fall, more than 130 undercover drug buys were made at locations including fraternity houses, student parking areas, and in student dormitories, said authorities. University police and federal drug agents worked together in the investigation, which was inspired when somebody overdosed on cocaine. So they went in and they busted these criminals, these vi- Oh, wait, they're not violent criminals. They're college kids. They're probably your son or daughter or your brother or your sister. Having a gun, that's against the, ru- of the law? Well, on a college campus, with drugs, so yeah. Yeah. With drugs nearby? I, I would, I yeah. would uh, violate that rule because, you know, people need to be protected. Let's come back, discuss this, and take your calls as well about whatever's on your mind. This is Free Talk Live.
This is Free Talk Live. You can take control, bring up anything toll-free at 800-259-9231. Sickle CAI toll-free line. It's Ian here with you. And Nick. And Mark. 1-800-259-9231. Join us online at freetalklive.com. All the features on the site are free, so enjoy those on us. And they include the Shrine of Female listeners, the dozens of ladies who've taken the time to send us their validated photo, prove they listen to the show. Just go to shrine.freetalklive.com. See what it's all about. That's shrine.freetalklive.com. If you have a company that needs to try something new in the area of collections, SACL CAI does collections. They do early out billing, and they purchase charged-off receivables. So they can handle all of your accounts receivable needs. You can uh, you know, take care of that in one fell swoop by giving them a call. Um, you can uh, contact them by checking out their banner at freetalklive.com. I highly recommend them. Jason is a great pro-liberty activist, and uh, he is the major sponsor of Free Talk Live. So thanks to Jason, and thanks to people that uh, call SACL CAI. 1-800-259-9231, San Diego. Uh, nearly 100 people, according to the AP, most of them students, have been arrested in an undercover drug investigation. They seized $60,000 in cash, marijuana, mushrooms, methamphetamine, prescription drugs, cocaine, and ecstasy. And they're making it sound like they've been, you know done some big deal here, right? The the Sounds police like they've ruined are, a bunch of people's lives. Well, the the police are talking about how you know they're keeping people safe and look at what we've done. We've taken these criminals off the streets. All you've done is ruined a few college students' night. That's all you've done. Oh, guess what? The police know that college kids use drugs. Oh, what a shock! You know, if you want to bust some kids for drugs, just go do a house to, or go to a room-to-room search of any college campus. I guarantee you, you'll turn up all kinds of stuff, just like they turned up here. So what they did was they spent a bunch, instead of just doing a room-to-room search, you know, they spent a lot of money investigating. They had a a year-long investigation that involved over 130 undercover drug buys. So they spent well, a lot of taxpayer dollars to get this uh, this revelation that college students use drugs. What a shock! And they tried to make it sound like it was a lot, but judging by you know the figures they quoted, I bet they didn't put much of a dent even in the drug scene. I mean, they probably put a good dent at the drug scene on campus, on campus at that particular yeah. college. But knowing that this is a college town and having a rough idea of how much there is out there in the way of drugs. And it's not a very big college. Keene State's about yeah, 5,000 people where we are. This would be a lot for Keene State. San Diego has 34,000 students. Right, but when you figure there's you know, there's all kinds of places off campus to get drugs, and I'm sure, sure. those places didn't get busted. So all it means for the drug users on campus is they're going to have to walk another couple blocks to right. visit the next dealer down the way, most likely. Right. Yep. But, you know, and I'm not sure, even with 34,000 people um, in, at this school, how many of them will be lured into, uh, you know, being, filling, the you know, filling the shoes. When I think about it, you know, what, what do I want to do? There, do man. I want to walk down the street to the, uh, you know, God knows where to buy my drugs, or do I want to buy them from somebody on campus that I sort of... At, in the at, dorm, at, sure. Right, at the very least, uh, you know, have that sort of comfort in believing that they're a college student. It's less likely they could be, you know, a snitch, and it's less likely I could get bonked over well, the head and uh, my stuff taken from me. Actually, and, it's quite likely they'll snitch, but go ahead. Yeah. And, yeah. Well, and, you know, college kids need to pay for college, and we've heard student loans are drying up now with the credit crunch across mm. the country, so... There's probably a lot of kids that they need to pay their way through college somehow. And well, yeah, I mean, most uh, most college males can't uh, go and get a stripper job like many college <laughs> females can. So selling drugs yeah. would be one way to do that. You're right. 
So there you go. Congratulations, San Diego coppers. Go ahead and pat yourself on the back. What a brilliant uh, job you've done investigating college kids for using drugs. Boy, talk about shooting fish in a barrel. I, there was a college campus uh, in Sarasota called New College, and I had a, a few acquaintances on that particular campus. So I have some level of understanding of the goings-on there, and I think it would be difficult to actually to to actually find the people on that campus that don't use some kind of drug. Like, well, that would be difficult. An illegal drug? Yeah. It, I think it would be difficult, but I've, you know, at this point, I'm just trying to clear it up. Are we talking about legal or illegal drugs? We're talking about illegal drugs. Uh, it was all over the place. And if they did a room-to-room search, almost all of that campus would be, I think, they would be under arrest. <laughs> they would no longer have their student loans and all the other uh, the, the fallout that happens after someone gets busted. I knew some school. people that went to that school, and I would say that uh, you know I knew some people that did not do drugs at that school. But it, it, just like any college, yeah. it's, it, you know, there a lot of students don't go there in order to get a higher education. They're going there to get out of mom's house and have a fun time and all that other stuff. That's what going yep. to university is about for them. One eight hundred two five nine ninety two thirty one. I was ahead. just talking to my mom. Uh, I think it was yesterday or the day before, and she was making her avocation for going to college. Not to me, but just in sort of like in general speaking. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, I just no, no. <laughs> it's a bunch of crap. You're just repeating the stuff that you've been told, and I understand why you're repeating it, but. You know th- th- what you're saying simply isn't true. I- I- I'm doing just fine. I don't have a college well, degree. I've done fine. I don't have a degree. I know lots of people who do great and don't have degrees. There like, are some fields that if you sure, want to go into, sure. a geologist or an engineer needs college. I explained. But, but, you know, I rattled off a few fields and, and tried to make that clear. But the person who's going for a liberal arts degree, a communications degree, you know, those kind of yeah, you've got to throw them that bone. Okay, yeah, some people might. No, it's true. It's true. Some people do need that. Yeah, I, I sure. Mean, we need an MIT. We need. Harvard, but a lot of people who are going to college, they're not ever going to use their degree for very much. No, they're just throwing money and down then a rabbit hole. And then what she said is, well, it's just having the degree. And oh, I guess, it? well, it, in, in a lot of, in some companies, it's true. It, it, she worked for one of these, it's, it's sort of old school versus new school. You can believe if you work at Yahoo, it doesn't matter. Mm. If you work at Microsoft, it doesn't matter if you can prove what you're doing. I would assume Microsoft hasn't gotten that bureaucratic. Google, I'm sure it doesn't matter. But when you worked for GTE or Verizon, where she worked, Mm -hmm. it did matter. You couldn't raise above certain pay scales and do certain jobs unless you had a degree. Period. End of story. It's absolutely true for the government. If you work for the government, you have to get a degree in order to be paid. You know, in most in most of these sort of civil servant jobs, uh, especially uh, civil um, the ones that you know the the bureaucrats that help people in the welfare departments, psychologists. Laura. You know, she said, "Oh, I could go on and get my master's and make this much." I'm like, "Ha! Are you kidding?" You know, she can't. She would make half of what I made in getting her master's. Wow. Well, Toby, who I co-host Free Minds TV with, at FreeMindsTV.com. That's correct. He um he doesn't. He wishes he hadn't gone to college. Really? Oh, he yeah. He went for psychology. I thought he was really interested he had a, in that. He got a major in psychology, and I'm not going to mention what he makes over the air without asking him. But it's not very much. He's told well, me he was not like he has his own practice or anything yet. Right. If no, you're going to go for a psychologist, for a psychology degree. He has a bachelor's degree, degree not a, ma- a master's or a doctorate. Right. So if if he could go back and for a master's for three more years in, in that field and make a decent average living, probably. More than average. You really need a, doctor, make, you need a doctorate to really do much more than be a school counselor. 
Well, you don't have to go to work for somebody. <laughs> you can, um, you know, you can do psychology, uh, psychological practice with a doctorate. So you can't do it with a master's. Uh, I. I know that the, the guys who are doing psychiatrists, I know, have a doctorate. I well, psychiatry is different than psychology. Right. I mean, you're it involves just, pills. Which okay, is tell, where tell the money me is. about your childhood again. Well, yeah, uh huh. The you one that involves the pills, and I forget which is which. That's psychiatry. That, that's where you that's make pills. the real money. Yeah. <laughs> no, well, it's true. People it's true. want the pills. I mean, you could talk to anyone about your feelings, but you need well, that prescription. It's true. So he regrets going to college, huh? Oh, yeah, he tells me not to go. 1-800-259-9231. There's no point in going to college for real estate. That's no. what you're doing. Uh, bring up whatever's on your mind. You can take control of the airwaves. This is Free Talk Live. Would you like to help others find Free Talk Live? You can help us advertise, market, and promote the show at amp.freetalklive.com. Consider becoming a Free Talk Live amplifier now for $3 a month and get some cool bonuses at amp.freetalklive.com. This is Free Talk Live. It is your show, and you can bring up what you want via the toll-free number at 800-259-9231. Sickle CAI toll-free line. Ian here with you. And Nick. And Mark. 1-800-259-9231. Join us on our website at freetalklive.com. All the features there are free. So enjoy them on us, including the bulletin board system. We've got over 340,000 posts. A lot to talk about, serious stuff, fun stuff. You'll find it all free at bbs.freetalklive.com. That's bbs.freetalklive.com. Do you want to easily update the look of those old cabinets or that old set of drawers? Well, innerknobs.com offers a wide variety of knobs, pulls, uh, it's also got uh, faucets and sinks and all kinds of things there. Um, it's for every taste and budget. Save 10% on your order by using code FTL at checkout. That's internobs.com, I-N-T-E-R-K-N-O-B-S.com, and see their banner at freetalklive.com. 800-259-9231. Continue with your calls. Phil in New York, you're on Free Talk Live with Ian, Nick, and Mark. Uh, good, a- good evening, gentlemen. Good evening, I, uh, Phil. I, I bid you, uh, you know, good evening from the uh, the choking, dying welfare state cesspool of Rochester, New York. Mm. Um, I, uh, you know, I'm a first time uh, caller to your show. I just want to tell you how much, uh, I enjoy you guys being on the air. Glad you're here. What's on your mind tonight, sir? Um, the, uh, the, uh, the drug bust over in California. Now you guys have took a lot of the wind out of myself. I was going to say that that, that really takes a lot of effort to, um, to establish to everybody that, that college kids do indeed, um, like to get screwed up. <laughs> yeah. What a shock, huh? I know. Um, you know, but to me, it almost, it speaks to the, um, this this kind of big bust and the fact that it makes a lot of news this speaks to the um the tendency of of uh of law enforcement these days to revolve around activities that don't necessarily keep us safe but they more so more along the lines of looking busy looking productive without actually doing doing anything useful to anybody right they're cherry they're taking the low hanging fruit yeah when you're going kids. after college kids i mean these not, aren't no pablo escobars you're, you're not you're you're not making english you're not making uh making any of us safer by taking out these college kids i suppose no, yes not one somebody out there's uh dying from taking a cocaine overdose that they chose to take which usually is from impurities by the, the way the best way to handle cocaine overdoses in my opinion is to uh you know not use to, it well that that's the single best way. You're right. But the the best way to handle them is to go ahead and legalize it so that people know what kind of dosage they're taking. The fact is if you yep. when you, when they sell cocaine, everybody cuts it along the way. If it had fewer people along the way, it's more powerful and I mm. 
I'm going to assume this person was shooting the cocaine up. It doesn't seem very likely that you could uh, overdose it, yeah. by snorting it. So, you know, they, they don't they have their dosages all messed up because they don't know how much this cocaine is actually in the cocaine that they purchased. Yeah, well, legalizing cocaine would actually be the caring thing to do. That would be if you gave a damn about uh, people that wanted to use drugs. But uh, the the cops that are enforcing these laws, they don't care. They consider drug users subhuman. They consider drug users, they, th- they think there's something wrong. They think that there's something... Uh, uh, inferior about them that uh, one who wants to alter one state of consciousness without using approved substances like alcohol for some reason there's something inherently wrong or immoral about that and it's it's a, vo- a viewpoint I've never really understood. Well, I think I think of a lot a lot of it again, like you said, it's the low hanging fruit, and this applies in other areas too. Um, you see it in a lot of municipal, especially a lot of cash cash strapped municipalities, where the goal of law enforcement really isn't keeping people safe it's revenue generation absolutely mm. they know? got sixty thousand dollars out of this particular series of bus in san diego state university in and cash this, and this works its way back to things that really government has no business in like the, like whether or not i wear my seatbelt. Mm-hmm. um you know th- things of those nature really they don't want to the goal is that the government doesn't want to put you in jail because you're not useful there what they want they want their fine yeah they want you to pay they want it, that, but you know you are somewhat useful in jail in that it, it does increase the jail budgets. So you're for fuel every prisoner. for the system in jail. You're fuel for the system, assuming you're gamefully employed. Um, you know, and that and that and that keeps you. Uh, you know, that keeps that keeps the uh, wheels of the machine greased. You know, now you need to hire a lawyer. Now you now mm. you need to. Uh, you know, and now the prosecutor has another case case to try. But uh, yeah, I think along the lines of that, it's not it's not so much. If you're a productive member of society, they don't really want you in jail. They just want you to write the check. Yep, and we're going to stop writing checks. Thanks for the call. 800-259-9231. Stop putting up with this nonsense. I don't agree to their rules. I don't want to abide by their rules. Look, I'm not going to hurt anybody. You don't have to worry about me, okay? I'm not going to go out there and hurt anybody else. I'm not going to destroy their property. I'm not going to do something to harm another person's property or their family or anything like that. I'm going to keep to myself and enjoy my life so you don't have to worry about me hurting anybody. But I'm not going to follow your arbitrary, asinine rules that you've designed to control my behavior. Sorry, not going to do it. Never have. Never will. Let's continue with your calls and talk to Bill in Oklahoma. You're on Free Talk Live. Hello, Bill. Hello, gentlemen. How are you guys doing tonight? Super. Good. What's on your mind? Well... You were bringing up the story of the drug bust in San Diego. Yeah. I'm wanting to know um, how many Facebook profiles these morons had to go through before they found a student stupid enough to advertise, hey, I've got drugs for sale. Because I know they didn't just walk on campus and decide, you know, we'll just uh, pose as uh, teenagers and we'll just... Uh, no, they do that. That's what they, that's what they, uh, they said they did. They did uh, over 130 undercover busts, and they usually will find some confederate. Uh, usually it's someone who's already been busted for drug possession who's willing to roll over on his dealer. Or they will have a, a young-looking police officer go and that act, happened as, in my high school. Um, act as though they're a student. So they have been known to do those things. They get a, you know they get a kick out of going undercover and doing that sort of thing. They like that. Well, I, I had a friend. I'm not going to chain names because it's it's really not important. But right. I had a friend of mine who uh, uh, was uh, what they call an internet entertainer. Let's say um, uh, <laughs> like a cam of, girl or something. Well, not exactly. I mean, uh, cam boy. No, 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 no sexual. Well, what other entertaining can you do on the internet? Well, 
the, jumping jacks? <laughs> no, like uh, people will like uh, throw on the webcam and let you peek in on what they do on a day-to-day basis. It's the most boring thing on the planet. Oh, but, it's some sort of non-sexual voyeur website. Yeah, pretty much. That's um, pretty boring. And one of one of the things this person liked to do was hit a bong just out of the clear blue sky, pick up a bong. That's what up. people do in their home by themselves. Sure, yeah, exactly. take a swat. Well, that ended up landing this person in jail. Oh man. They actually busted this person because uh, they got this person for, uh, I guess, possession and the attempt to distribute. Now, I can't really figure out how that charge came about. Because they, they just it throw it in. <laughs> well, if you've got if you've got marijuana in more than one baggie, then you pretty much are going to get an intent to distribute charge. So, yeah, the, these guys will go to any lengths whatsoever to get some kind of drug charge on you. Yeah, that one's pretty that one's pretty ludicrous because uh how could they know what he was hitting out of that bong? It could have been tobacco, it could have been salvia. That's not that. It could have been anything. No, it is pretty it's not probable cause. It's it's well, not probable cause to see somebody swatting a bong? No. I don't no, think so. You can't yeah, prove what was in what's it. What's in it? You should, nope. and the search warrant should name specifically what's going to be uh, do they have pot? They could take a nope. guess and say pot, but guess. This is what this is how this is how this went down. They they went they trolled around and they found her this particular person's um, cam site, watched it, saw the paraphernalia which is all they needed at this particular jurisdiction to mm. get a warrant to bust down the door. Wow. They busted down the door. Of course, they this person had that stuff in their house, which is you know that's moronic. I know, but well, where they else you all they really it? needed was they needed a visual. Of uh, of paraphernalia being used, which they got, they they, they yeah. screenshotted the 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 caption. They went and got the warrant, busted down the door, and boom, took them down. You know, on one I think hand, it's sad. However, it sounds like probable cause to me. On on one hand, uh, you know, I applaud people for for not caring enough to you know go ahead and just put those pictures online but on the other hand it it is not keeping you safe you're not if you're showing pictures of yourself on your MySpace or your Facebook doing bong hits especially if you're still in high school or something like that there is a good chance some trouble is going to come down on you for that so probably still best uh if you're in high school for instance to to keep that sort of stuff in the closet I I totally agree I just thought it was but this person is well, out of high, uh, yeah, out it's of just high. pathetic that you know the cops are trolling, her, as you said, trolling around on Facebook looking for that kind of stuff. They got nothing better to do, apparently. Thanks for the call, Bill. Apparently, no murders to solve. Don't have any arsons or rapists out there to chase around. You got to go bust the college kids for hitting a bong. One eight hundred two five nine ninety two thirty one. So good to live in a free country. You can bring up anything. Only moments remain. Just enough time for you. This is Free Talk Live. Free Talk Live, only moments remain. Enough time for your call if you make it right now at 800-259-9231, the SACL CAI toll-free line. For you, it's Ian here with you. And Nick. And Mark. Join us online at freetalklive.com. All the features on the site are free, so enjoy those on us. Again, freetalklive.com. If you like the show want to help support Free Talk Live, then you can shop with us at amazon.freetalklive.com. If you enter Amazon through that link, Free Talk Live will get a percentage of anything you buy. And also, another great way to help Free Talk Live is to amp the show. 
Just go to amp.freetalklive.com. You'll learn about the AMP program. It stands for Advertise, Market, and Promote. And the idea is you send in three bucks a month. We give you some perks like access to the AMP-only call-in lines, chat room, forum, and more. All the details are there at amp.freetalklive.com. We go to the email box. Samantha, she says, Hi, I'll try to make this short and sweet. I'm a 21-year-old massage therapist, and I've never once filed for my income taxes. In fact... I found a way to, to get the bare minimum taken out of each of my paychecks so I can actually save the money that I work my butt off for. She says the person in charge of my payroll is one of my best friends. A massage therapist, absolutely. They, they, man, the incredible amount of work those people do. The, 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 the hard, it, it's, it's hard to squeeze with your hands like that the whole time. Try giving your um, significant other a massage for ten minutes. Oh, it's annoying. It is. It's awful. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, to, to do it for, I think, 55 minutes is uh, what they mm-hmm. do it for, a professional hour. My God. Well, she says, I started doing this because the owner of the business I work for follows all of the government's orders. And now each therapist must claim all tips received by credit card, which is most of them. She says, I obviously never claim any cash tips. My tips should not have tax should not have taxes taken out of them. It's something extra that my clients feel I deserve on top of the standard rate. They're mine. I feel like this is perfectly legal for me to be doing, but I fear the government may disagree. Could this get me into trouble? Um, the government's not terribly concerned about tips. However, um, if it's brought to their attention, you know that that's really how the government works. Is you have to you know do the, has do to... some of the legwork for them. Yeah. yeah. Um, in order to find things. So. Yeah, I'm, I'm absolutely. I mean, the, it's probably illegal, but probably you won't get caught, right? Yeah. Just try to keep it off the, the radar. I don't think many people get in trouble when they're in a tip-based industry with getting tips, as long as it's not like ten or fifteen thousand. I don't know how much the tips add up to. Right. But it, I mean, if it's enough so that if they audit you, it's going to be very obvious. I'd try to keep cash tips in cash and not like deposit them to my bank account. But that's you know. Y- that's being careful. You probably could, yeah, that's couldn't pretty really get caught. Well, well uh, not really. Well, most, cash cash tips, uh, most cash tips, you can you you can do what he says very easily um, without, you know, you don't have right. to go out and depositing cash into your bank account and that right. kind of thing. Uh, you, you can keep it out and do other stuff with it. Oh, I agree with you. I'm not saying that there's something wrong with keeping cash out of the bank. In fact, I think it's a smart thing to do, especially if you're going to be avoiding federal taxes. It's a good idea to have cash on hand because if they raid your bank account to get back payments or whatever that they, you know, they feel they deserve your money, the bank's just going to go ahead and give them whatever it is they want. So it's a great idea to keep cash out. All I'm saying is that yeah, putting deposits in the bank is not going to really mean anything on a small scale unless you're depositing $10,000 or more in cash at any given time and unless you're structuring your deposits you know if you come in day after day or every other day or whatever with the same amount depositing every single day then they can get you with structuring but otherwise you know if you're a small fry you probably don't have too much no, to be concerned I, with i don't think so it is a, a, technically you should report it as income if you're going to try to follow their laws but why bother you're really not likely to get caught yep uh she goes on she says my mother always told me that if i made less than $5000 a year i didn't have to file well now i'm making much more than that by the way before i go on See how people get their tax information mm, from mom. True. Yeah, you're right. Now, is is mom a IRS certified tax expert? I'd guess not so likely. The the the, the statistics are with you. Yeah, yeah. I don't think a lot of people know the tax code even if they because I I don't know how much you have the, to make before you file. But I've heard six hundred. I've heard right. five thousand. I've heard fourteen thousand. <laughs> I don't know. I right. just you know if you want to be safe, if you're going to comply. 
then be safe. If you're not going to comply, which isn't a terrible idea as long as you're willing to deal with the consequences, the potential consequences, then don't file at all and don't worry about it. She says, I'm not making much more, but only about 15000 a year. But I've been doing a good job of saving most of it so I can one day open my own massage business. Good for her. With tax time coming around, I'm starting to feel very nervous about what may happen to me if I continue not to file. Obviously, the email's a little old. Anyway, uh, she says, would my chances of becoming a business owner get thrown out the window? Will I end up like Ed and Elaine Brown? Well, to answer the first question, no. Uh, you know, getting caught for not paying taxes isn't going to stop your not ability pre- to be an entrepreneur. Yeah, not going to uh, preclude you from opening your own business. It'll, it might make it more difficult to get a job in that, you know, you'd have to answer the question whether or not you've been uh, arrested or convicted of a crime. That that could be a problem. But starting your own business, that's all up to you. Well, you have to answer that question. I have been uh, convicted of a crime, a felony, a, a pretty serious one, and mm-hmm. I can tell you that I, I've done reasonably well in my life by avoiding answering the question. And uh, by lying when asked the question, I just don't, you know, I'm just not going to tell them that information. Yeah, I, you know, my mur- it's a murder charge. I have a murder charge. I'm supposed to answer that question honestly? <laughs> Are you kidding me? Well, my feeling on this is I don't think this this particular person writing in really has to worry. But as I recall from the hearing during the Wesley Snipes trial, it was a one year maximum. Um, prison sentence if you didn't file willful failure to file plus you get charged back taxes Mm -hmm. but if you cheat on your taxes which almost all americans do but you still file i thought that was a five-year felony as i recall the breakdown well that's tax fraud yeah the other one's just i didn't file a return this year so what most americans do because most americans cheat they try to pretend they're not really cheating but most people you know Mm -hmm. they try to take every deduction and make a few up sometimes the funny thing is, Mark admits to it on the air, which I no, think is funny. I, I, I don't, I, I, all I say is that I take every deduction that's out there. Oh, okay. Um, so you're not cheating? I don't think I'm cheating. I think that, <laughs> they probably, here, most listen, Americans probably don't think they're cheating either. Listen, right? I've got a radio well, talk show. They probably heard if, things. If I buy, if, for instance, I went to Iron Man on Sunday. I went to the movie Iron Man, and I highly recommend it, five stars. Um, are you telling me I can't write off those two tickets now? I Was just talked about it on the air. expense? <laughs> Hold on. I just talked about it on my radio show. Yes, in order for me to have filled that air that I just filled two seconds ago, I had to have seen the movie, right? Uh, no, I really don't think that's a business expense. But that's what most Americans do, Mark, and I'm just right. saying. Most Americans ask one another, well, is that an expense? Oh, yeah, they don't talk to the IRS to get the official word. Who Not would? that they'll tell you the truth or they'll know right. it either. Well, you, you're going to ask the tax guy whether it's... Expense. You're going to ask a tax guy whether or not the uh, you know the, the tax man, the, the tax collector... So all the information's bad. That's or all right. right. It's, I agree. Or you have an inkling that they're going to give you the answer you don't want, which is, hey, can I write this uh, write this off? Oh, no. Well, then, no, we won't. I'll write it off, and I'll... They don't audit that many people I think anyway. That the, I understand, <laughs> you know, and I think that when it comes to audits, that Americans are far too compliant. I, I'm just trying to make people realize that if you did cheat a little bit and not reporting some income that you might have gotten in cash, or, you know, you took some... wrote some stuff off that might not have really been there... You've committed a federal crime. You've committed a, what I believe it's a felony. Because you signed the form saying you're going to be honest with them. Or right. Whatever, right. Right. So, you know. Well, it, you, honest and right are two different things. I, I know. That's a good I'm point. I'm not right? saying that people are wrong in doing it. What I'm trying to make people realize is that the way the tax code's set up and the amount we're forced to pay and the, the fact that we have to pay a tax on our, what we made has made criminals out of most 
of the American public. That's Granted, true. They, don't they just cheat. haven't been caught yet. Yeah, That's most right. don't cheat that much, but I, I've heard figures that 30 million people don't pay taxes. That I hear that bantered around. The law is the law, though. Yeah, I've heard. If they right. get caught cheating, they're going to be they're going to be in trouble. Right. right? But, so you're saying don't file at all if you want to avoid five years in prison. Right. I I mean, you might get charged the back taxes, but if you invest that money instead, then you'll you probably can make more than what the penalties and everything add up to. Invest wisely if you're going <laughs> to cheat. That way you might be able to pay off the back taxes if you you want to avoid jail. Sickle CAI toll free line 800-259-9231. She's got a few more things to say here. She says, well, I end up like Ed and Elaine Brown. If you don't know who that is, they are a couple in their 60s that is now rotting in federal prison because they uh, decided to keep the money they earned. Uh, the, one of the problems though with the Browns was Ed Brown, and that, and he was not the friendliest of characters. He uh, wasn't a very good communicator, not really too good making friends, and so he kind of alienated a lot of the support that he had. And I think that was one of the reasons why they had a lot of the trouble that they did. Plus, uh, Elaine was a very successful dentist. She had a, an entire dental operation, a huge building. They had a very large house, so there was a lot to take. Uh, the feds were very interested in taking and stealing their property. If you are making not as much as Elaine Brown was making, and you're not uh, flashing it in that you're not make you know making big purchases, buying flashy cars and buying big houses, if you're keeping a lower profile, then that might go to to some level to help them stay away from picking you to go after. They want to go after the big booty, you know. They want to go after the big prize, and you know Wesley Snipes, million dollars, big prize. Ed and Elaine Brown, big, you know, buildings and stuff they could confiscate. So try to stay under the radar as much as possible. I recommend not paying them at all. And we are out of time. It has been Ian here with you. And Nick. And Mark. Back tomorrow night. You can join us online in the meantime at freetalklive.com. The cynic says, I started losing my hair and there was nothing I could do. I wore a baseball cap because I was self-conscious. The believer says, I started using Avacor two months ago, and already I'm regrowing my own hair. My bald spot is going. No caps for me. Are you a cynic? Avacor's formula is FDA approved to regrow your own hair in as little as two months. Avacor's topical formula contains the only ingredient approved by the FDA to regrow hair without risk of sexual side effect. Call right now and ask about getting a free month supply of Avacor and receive boost just for trying Avacor. Boost can make your hair visibly thicker with its first application. Call 1-800-451-8920. That's 1-800-451-8920. This is a limited time offer, so call now. Call 1-800-451-8920. 1-800-451-8920. Or log on to avacorradio.com.